morning. Hello. Good morning. Hey, you're almost on time. I was on time. I've been sitting here <laughs> waiting. No, because I was like, I can I can instigate the conversation. Let him. <laughs> it was weird because he'll little... let me know when he's ready. That's what I was saying. Your your little uh, icon didn't have like a green dot, so. Oh, that happened. Showing... That that happens a lot, though. Yeah, it wasn't showing that you're online, so. That happens to me like ninety percent of the time. You should now, fix that. Now, now, now it'll show a green dot. I don't know how to get back to it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and we don't want to disrupt the podcast. That would be There's a lot of tragic. people spending a lot of money on this content. Yes, I'm prepared today. You're prepared to deliver? <laughs> no, I'm prepared to uh, listen to this podcast. Oh, you're going to listen to it instead <laughs> instead excited. of uh, just mumble and not listen. <laughs> I was going to nod. <clears throat> yeah. So I'll do a solo podcast and you'll just be nodding on the other end. I'll pretend I'm listening to say, this guy's an idiot. What's he talking about? <laughs> this guy doesn't know anything. That like is I used true. To do when I listen to your solo podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you get frustrated, don't you? You're like, God dang, this idiot. Yeah. Why am I not on this show? To stop him from saying such things. That's right. Woo! So we've been off for an extra week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through my own fault, but you're on a uh, holiday. Well, I was on business trip, and oh, then okay. my parents came in when I got back. Gotcha. Yeah. For work. Yeah, and I actually had to run during the layover and almost died. Just barely made it. Of like a connecting flight or yeah, something? I was I needed to get home because my parents were here. We we're supposed to go to the a basketball game that uh, that Friday night and Ooh. things didn't look too good yeah. because I got on the LAX flight and uh, they announced, oh, the microphone isn't working. I'm so who cares? Just yell, you know. Just <laughs> it's not that big a plane, yeah. It's not a big of a deal. And uh, they took half hour off, and we had a 50-minute layover, which leaves, mm. you know, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. That includes getting on and off, or getting off the plane. Getting off the plane and subtracting 15 because they close the gate 15 minutes early on every flight. So that leaves you with zero minutes <laughs> to get there. We, ha we had about six minutes once we deboarded. Yeah. And I got there in seven. My coworker got there in six. He was faster. Oh, he he just left you in the dust. He left <laughs> me in the you, dust. <laughs> well, I told him, I said, I was the last seat in the plane, and he was a little further up. And I said, well, I, I, and plus he's younger. He's got 10 years on me, and uh, he's, he's, he's in better shape than I am. So I was like, said, if you can get there, yourself. just fall in front of the doorway if you can. Or... 
Yeah, keep it prevented from getting closed. Yeah. Sure enough, he was 50 yards ahead of me, and uh, he did hold it. But the woman said, I got there, and I looked like I was going to die. Like, <laughs> She's like, you need to take a breath. I'm not going to close the door on you. Don't die on us. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> It was a fucked You're up like, trip, too, because... Blade! I need to get on the plane! Blade! In LAX, you know, it was... I, I decided, this is the first time I'm just going to use my phone. Like, just have my ticket on my phone. Usually what True. I do is I go to the kiosk, I type in my number, and I get a printout. Yeah, spits uh, out a... Yeah, just, just as a precautionary, you know, in case my phone dies or something, I have, I have a ticket... Yeah. This 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 is the first time I said, no fuck it, I'm gonna move up to the, you know, the modern age and yeah, like, use my phone. Yeah, this century. is the 21st century. I, there's not eight tracks anymore. There's no <laughs> there's no reel to reel. I I I don't need paper. You know I. Paper. I can use my it's, I can, it's on my phone. Yeah, they just scan it in and so I, I get there, I go through security. They scan my bet, my uh, ID, and they're like, it's not scanning. And I'm like, well, so it's me. What do you want me to do? I can show you other forms of ID. What do you want me to do? And right. they say, I need you to go downstairs and get a paper copy. <laughs> uh, because the phone could be faked. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And really? so, so I had to, I had to run downstairs. You say you should say. Then why do you offer the <laughs> the phone version then? Yeah, it's like I don't I don't understand. And supposedly our Colorado Colorado IDs have like an issue because he started rubbing my damn ID on his pants before. Oh, in terms even of starting, it? yeah, before he even scanned it. Probably uh, demagnetized it with his pants. I don't know what he did. He probably has a magnet in his pocket. Yes, yeah, just fucked it up. <laughs> and then he, he tells stole, me... He probably stole your ID- identity. I'll tell you what, because, you know, you're going to have to go downstairs. You can skip the line and come back to my line. Well, guess what? When I got back up there, he was gone. So I'm <laughs> like, <course>. fuck. <laughs> So then I go through security and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make it. You know, my meanwhile my coworkers on the other side wondering where the fuck he, where I am, because I don't have my phone with me because it's he was on right bag. behind me. Yeah, he's like right behind me. What the fuck happened? And then and then I get I get through and I go through this old detector, you know, like one that they have at sporting events and stuff, mm-hmm. because they're routing certain people to the good detectors and certain people to the old detector. I go through that detector. And then uh, I get to the other side, and I'm like, okay, my iPad's here, because I have to put my iPad in a separate bin. And I'm like, where the fuck is my bag? Like, I didn't know where my (laughs) bag – I said, my bag, my wallet's in there, my phone's in there, everything that I need is in the fucking bag. And where is it? And I started to panic. Like, I couldn't see it, like, anywhere. And luckily, there was a guy just standing there, and he goes, maybe it's in – that line two lines over where they're they're uh, scanning you know your bag flag something so luckily he calmed me down because i did see it like i right. i could physically see it so then i had to just wait for this guy to open my bag oh, your bag was too suspicious well my inhaler was flagging off as a, a pepper uh, spray okay 
And by this time, I needed my inhaler, right? <laughs> <laughs> I told the guy, if it's pepper spray, just let me inhale it. Let, let me breathe it in and prove it's yeah. not, you know? Harley, okay, eat your food. So you pulled out your inhaler and the security tackled you to the ground. Yeah. So that was like a crazy, crazy adventure. And then, and then get on the plane and it's like, oh shit. You made it. And and I, this is the first trip that was like, like we go, we attend this long ass meeting. We have another long ass meeting in the morning and then we leave. So it was like, almost like a little over 24 hour trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those quick quick done done deals so I, I said fuck it i'm not gonna take my laptop i'll do my time card on friday you know like i i'll mm-hmm. fill it in on friday and it it also we have to book everything through the corporate travel you know we right. can't just like book yeah it. you can't do it on your own yeah so i'm like fuck i don't have my laptop to change anything so if i get stuck in oh <laughs> you can't you can't yeah, read if i if i get stuck in uh, salt lake city Utah, I'm going to have not have anything to do. So while I was on the plane, I was I IMing my manager and I said, can you give me the 1-800 number so I can call? I don't have my laptop. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. be stuck in Salt Lake City. I was already planning on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Because I, I know and we were in different terminals. So like I, I knew. Yeah, the likelihood of making it yeah. to the other plane on time. Well, I'm, I'm fat, low. Bill. I'm really fat and I have have my look my luggage and my laptop and i can't i'm lucky if i can jog harley quinn shut up (laughs) she's like huh she's like shut up already she's she's going senile man she's (laughs) she gets excited when we record this show she's the only one listener that likes it she wants to participate, yeah. or she's telling us to shut up. Stop. She has to get her teeth done on Wednesday because she has in an terms of cleaning, inf- or well, yeah, because she has an infection in the gum. Ah, uh, that's so sucks. that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, but she's eating like she never stopped eating because of that, and she's on antibiotics now, so she seems she seems good. But, um, yeah, they have to, when they brush a dog's teeth, they have to put them under. Yeah, I was going to say they always, yeah. It's going to be too much pain otherwise. Yeah. I'm not going to like that. So that was quite the adventure. And then I got, then I got on the plane and the adrenaline died down, you know, like, and I couldn't breathe. So I had an asthma attack. So I took a puff and then it made me cough. So the guy next to me thought. Thought you were on the COVID. Thought I was on the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him, I said, no, He's I He's probably can't already breathe. unhappy that this big, this big smelly guy came Yeah, smelly it. guy <laughs> sweating all over the goddamn seat. <laughs> Getting the, the armrest all wet. Yeah, that was it was crazy. <laughs> but you made it. Yeah. And you made it to the game, because I know I saw you post a photo. And they lost, yeah. They lost. It, was, oh. it sucked. I mean, yeah. it, I was, it was glad to be at the game, because... It would have be better off to stay in Salt Lake. Yeah, could have stayed in Salt Lake. 
So really, I could have like podcasts on Sunday because my parents left on Saturday, but I hadn't read anything. Like I, I hadn't oh, touched, touched a book. Yeah. You're t- you're giving your because you gave yourself a vacation. I did podcast. Well, podcast. I planned on my parents being here, but they yeah, wanted you... that they, they knew the weather was gonna get bad. Like they knew, oh, okay. so they yeah. they cut their trip in half, and they pretty much spent a day and a half here and a day and a half at my brother's. So, and then they split again, so they okay. could be, to beat 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 the, the weather. snow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's understandable. They drive or fly? How far is it? No, they dro- they drove. Yeah, yeah. It's so about you six hours. Yeah, you don't want to if you get caught in the snow for the a six hour trip because that could double your time. Yeah, they barely beat it too. Like they they left at That's six in the morning. Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't snowing in Colorado, but it was snowing in uh, Albuquerque, you know, in New Mexico on the yeah. way there, like north of Santa Fe and. Las Vegas, New Mexico, and stuff. So it was, they got, they beat it. So which is good. But yeah, I, I learned a lesson. Just, I shouldn't ever try to, because I, I, and I pulled my my calf muscle too. So I was like, I was a mess. Like <laughs> you're like limping while you're running. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. It was a run jog. It, I couldn't. I can't say it was a a run. You know what I mean? The, I, was, trot, I was. I was. I was. Well, I was lucky to be going like three miles an hour were you running while little kids are like walking past you (laughs) (laughs) no i luckily they had those uh walkways those speed walkways because uh, they 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 actually helped me a lot like if i if i didn't have those i would have been screwed like I, i there's no way you're pushing people out of your way if they were blocking yeah yeah i pushed some guy out in the escalator because i had to go up and down an escalator and he was blocking the whole thing i get out of my way emergency coming through yeah fat man through (laughs) bulldozer the juggernaut (laughs) once you saw you coming no one can stop the blob (laughs) wow so you needed sunday to uh relax after all that couple days of adrenaline yeah rushes with the flight and then seeing your parents and the basketball game that's a lot going on yeah that's a lot for an old man yeah no you you need a recoup day <laughs> yeah but got back and i got a little bit of a bonus which i was happy about because i i did the math and it almost it, it pretty much pays for my storage units like for the year so i'm like you know that's pretty good <laughs> was, was that an unexpected bonus or like a year-end bonus it was a year-end bonus yeah i just didn't know it was gonna be enough to yeah you didn't know what it be was anything be. yeah yeah this is late for your, your company takes a while with the year-end bonuses yeah i think i got mine a while ago I don't even remember how much it was. Not enough to pay for my storage units. You don't have any. Well, my I keep my stuff in my house, so not enough to pay for my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little more of an investment. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big storage unit. And nice. you just said, "Fuck it, it doesn't pay for my house." So 
I'll just buy more comics, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to that money. It disappeared. Money disappears. But yes, I bought some comics too. <laughs> so I, I, a lot I, I, I did too. Uh, I bought some from Aaron Myers when I came back. I, I had placed been another cumul- order. Well, I got a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one finally. I saw that. But it's a fourth print. But it's at least a. That's okay. It, it was. It seems like Turtles, like <laughs> even some of the other printings, are like worth a lot. Well, like all... I mean, it's it's hundreds and hundreds of dollars, but it's not thousands. Yeah. Once you get through one through, like the first three printings, you're gonna spend four digits. I was gonna see what printing I have, but I don't have it written down. I think I might have a couple different printings. Not first printing. <laughs> Except first printing. I don't know what my other printings are. I mean, it took me forever to finish my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't finished. I still need about... Probably about ten more issues. Yeah, it took me forever, but I'm glad I did it when I did it, because that's when it was still affordable. <laughs> and I don't think I'll get... Any of those, uh, what do you call it? The the ones that you had to mail or you know for? Oh yeah, the yeah, those are extremely rare. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'll go find those. Even that, I think that whole run is that Mirage run is hard to find. Yeah. Wasn't the first. Volume Mirage 2? It was. The second volume was too. <clears throat> Some of those are hard to find too towards the tail end. Yeah, I don't have a lot. That's the second volume. I don't. I only have a few issues of that. I I didn't get. I don't have a full run of that at all. Even close to. I just have the original run and then the Peter Laird Mirage run. Yeah. But it had a lot of old Hulk. And then I'm still trying to finish my, like, Tales of Suspense and X-Men run. So it had a lot of good books in it. And I thought it was lost, too, because I had to sign for it. And then we went onto the system and said, well, just re-deliver it, and I don't want to sign for it. Mm -hmm. Because then they'll put it in the box or the front. Yeah. And then... uh, it was just like in limbo, like it was stuck there forever. Are they? they yeah, it, it, not it just delivering it. Well, I I don't think they like. I even went to Aaron. Do uh, you remember Aaron Bell? He was one of the nerdy yeah. Legion guys. Aaron Bell works at the post office, so he told me like what I can't see. Like he's like, Here, here's what I think happened to it, and it's like it almost not it didn't get scanned back at the back at that site you know like scan back so they can say okay reroute and it was stuck there yeah luckily he has access to the matrix so he could see well i i went on saturday thinking i was gonna have to fight for it or be lost or file some stupid report and uh it they had it like i just showed them the tracking number they went back and grab it yeah it took them like two minutes to find it and 
Yeah. I thought I went early, like when it just opened, thinking I was gonna be there for a while, and it they they had it ready, so I was glad. Good. Cause I spent a a a bit on that. It was fifteen hundred dollars worth of comics. So, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, you don't want to lose that. I didn't. Especially, but but, a, but, uh, a lot but of it it was fully are... insured. It was fully insured. Yeah, the I was bad... say, he sent it with signature and all, so I'm sure. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. I I could have reimbursed it. The hard part was, I've been treating it like Christmas. Like I don't know. I don't remember. Like, it might be a, a month before I accumulate enough books to make a payment. A little, maybe <laughs> right. even a little over a month. So yeah. I don't always remember. Like, all I knew what that was, was in there was, like, yeah. some old Hulk. I didn't know the old issues. I didn't remember I got the X-Men. And then I knew the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was there because I, I've been looking for an opportunity to buy number one at, at a price that I was willing to get you know right mm-hmm. and I, I was willing to go all the way to fifth print so I, I was like okay if I the right opportunity comes I'm gonna grab it and uh, this was the opportunity so that was the only thing I remembered so I don't write down what's in it and then but when you file a claim for your insurance you have to say what's in the the box <laughs> so I'm like okay from this point going forward I'll know like if I ordered from my comic shop I'd know exactly what was in the box well, you, right you could have asked Aaron I'm sure he could have told you what was in well the he, he he could have but he does I don't know if he has a record of exactly which issues like he, he sort of puts it in a pile and then when yeah, I say that's true. ship Other... it he, he puts a tracking number and then sends it yeah he probably has a record of where who each comic got sold to. But not necessarily. Yeah. Just say a bunch of comics. So what, when your comics come, do you ever have a buyer's remorse where you're like, why did I put this in there? <laughs> no, no, I never, never. So you're because always I, I, don't, I don't ever excited. buy anything I don't want. It's never an impulse purchase. It's always something for a for a purpose. Yeah, but there's nothing I don't want. So That's like, true. even if it was an impulse, you still want that comic. <laughs> yeah, I still want that comic. I don't ever like look at a comic and say I don't. I didn't want this. I mean, I there, there, there's some there's some comics that I wasn't crazy about, you know, that I've read and I. Sometimes I get my DCBS box and I'm like, why did I order this? <laughs> A lot of times I'm like, I ordered this? Oh, I forgot about that. A lot of times I'm surprised I ordered something because I didn't remember ordering it. Oh, I got my first small DCBS box. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was weird. Little little box coming to the door. Oh, I got, I got, I got the small box, too. Like, the smallest <laughs> box I ever got. But yeah. I was like, there was a reason. It was because it didn't ship with the previous week's diamond stuff. So I got like a warning oh, saying. Oh yeah, because they had a de- they, <laughs> they had lost, a delay or they lost the shipment. They lost the truck. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, I won't. Yeah, I was like, wow, this box. I've I've never gotten a box like this. Since... <laughs> well, yeah. They're usually like in the typical diamond boxes. Usually. Right. Yeah, since since I cut back, if I before I cut back, they were in big ass boxes. Like they were. Yeah. They were in huge shipping boxes. Yeah, the biggest boxes. Yeah, refrigerator size. 
but uh, I I really cut back on collected editions, and so the weight has dropped significantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was. I think mine. This is the first time mine was not in a diamond box. It was like in a regular box. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what is happening to me? Yeah, that's weird for a monthly though. You really cut back. It it just depends. Like some months you get more stuff shipping and some you get less stuff shipping. So it it was a combination of that I ordered less and that there just was less stuff that actually shipped that month that I ordered. Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness. There was a lot less collected stuff though. Like I had, you know, a couple stacks of singles, but there was only like three or about three collected editions, which is unusual the new paradigm yeah there was like the this previews had some collected editions i couldn't pass on um so i had gone over a little bit but i think i think once i i enter in my credits like the ones that were refunded to me i think i'm gonna end up still in the seven hundred dollar range which is good yeah I'm, that's where i want to be right now i'm low lower on the lower end so far are we going to go through previews or not we can okay you want to do that now sure let's do it now we're talking comics we're talking. I haven't bought any old comics in a long time, in a while. Oh, the other thing I bought because I one of my goals was to complete Doom Patrol is uh I haven't gotten it yet, but I bought uh, Doom Patrol '86, which is the first issue of Doom right. Patrol. The first issue of Doom Patrol because it was continued from My Greatest Adventure. Okay. Yeah, so, so was the first one of my goals was to finish Doom Patrol and Captain America. Captain America, I'm like three or four issues out now. And then I have all of Captain America. But I, I was going through nice. my database and I'm missing like the most popular run, Ed Brubaker. So I'm like, that has to be in that closet. Oh, you, you just, yeah, <laughs> I am almost positive. But, but there's during that period of, of time... I was not uh, uh, getting him through DCBS. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was getting my Marvel and DC mostly from the, the store, yeah, from the store yeah. and then the independence from DCBS. So. Yeah, I remember that. Now it's almost, it's more like 85% DCBS, 15% comic store. That's because your hand was forced. Yeah. And he said he was going to screw you. <laughs> no, he said he was going to close. Yeah, shut down. He kind of regrets that because he... Uh, I'm sure you're not the only one money, who... But... Yeah. No, but he only told like the people that I think he considers friends because he was still up in the air. Okay. Like he was even saying, I want to go work for my brother. This is what's going to happen. And I'm like, okay, thank you for letting me know. And... I, I shifted things. Yeah. And now he's like, oh, why did I do that? 
<clears throat> he seems to be doing all right. Like, there's always people in his store. Like, that's good. I went there this week to buy 20 boxes, 20 short boxes from him. Uh, I need to get one long box. Actually, I need. I just need a long box <coughs> lid. I have a long box that doesn't have a lid, and I don't know how I don't have a lid for it. Unless oh. it may, it, the only thing I could. Why isn't there? A, I don't know where. I don't know why. I don't know where the lid went. And how do you lose a long box lid? Those are big. <laughs> I don't know. How do you lift a long box anymore? Oh, it's it sucks. I bet you bagged and boarded, though you wouldn't be able to do it. Probably not easily. Yeah, I mean, you you do you do it. It's yeah, easy I could to do it. it's move easy to move from place to place, but if you have to lug it around the house and shit. It's a little rough. Very rough. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't lug long boxes around. You slide them. <laughs> <laughs> I get my sons to do it. Are they strong? My eldest son <clears throat> is strong. Well, that's good. Oh, my eldest son. By the way, I say congratulations to my eldest son who. Turns the ripe old age of 18 this month. That's incredible. He's, an, he's a freaking adult now. <laughs> he's an, yeah, so I now have an adult adult child in my home. There you which go. Which means I'm old. But we already established that I'm old. Yes. So does, he have... know, does he know what he was going to do going forward? Or not yet? He does... He does. He he wants to be a baker. Okay. But, so like a chef. Well, yeah, a chef, but a baker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't actually done it yet, so we'll, we'll see how he likes it. I mean, he's done at home baking, but yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't worked professionally, so that'll be that'll be what he's doing next. Though he'll try it out. Is he going to go to some kind world. of school of, for that, or is he just going to jump right in? Or a little bit of both? Both, yeah, both. <clears throat> It'll be both, but yeah, he'll probably get his certificate or whatever in baking. And then my youngest son, uh, how old is he? I don't know how old. Oh, he'll be turning 16 He's going to be graduating year. soon, then, too. <laughs> well, he's at the age where... Because he's... What is he? Sophomore. Freshman, sophomore. Yeah, sophomore. Yeah, sophomore. So next year, he'll have to start looking at... We're, we're getting college mailings now, like, constantly. Yeah. So many college... Like, every college is, like, sending their information. He's like, why are they sending me all this stuff? I'm like, what do you think? <laughs> they want your money. <laughs> They want your money. But he wants to go into computer science now. So. Oh, there you go. So that sounds good. Computers, the way to go. So you can write some AI to write papers for somebody. 
The AI is getting pretty freaky. He, he uses AI for like coding. Yeah. <laughs> like if he needs to figure out how to do something, he doesn't know how to do it. He just or yeah. if he has code, he has like a section of code that he doesn't know. He can't figure out how to debug. He uh-huh. just puts it in the AI and says, "What's wrong with this?" and it'll tell you. <laughs> the code. Like, so he's already on on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, man, that's gonna change the future. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm getting out just in amazing. time. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing though, because back in the day, back in the day, you had to post to like a bulletin board if you had a problem that you couldn't solve and see if yeah. people could help you with it. Now you can just ask the computer to debug itself <laughs> yeah now you're like scotty picking up the mouse and saying computer <laughs> That's right. all right so you have your image soft copy up i do i got How my softy deal with that like I, I i could i don't think i could adjust to non-paper Previews. Previews. I've, oh, I've I think it would it. be a fucking nightmare. Why? Oh, because because of the scrolling and the like. I, yeah, I, I feel like, like I, to be I, able... I, I feel like I miss more stuff this way. When it's well, paper, that could I, be like... a, that could be a good thing though. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, except for when I look back, and I'm like, wait, I didn't know this came out. Then I look back. Oh, I didn't even put it in my list. I totally missed it. Oh, yeah, I would I, I would miss a lot if it was just paper. Yeah, it's weird. Like maybe that would be actual... a good. Like I said, that could be a good thing. Like I know where I would miss a lot. Like towards the back half of previews, I think I'd still get the For image sure. in, in the DC and Marvel like spot I on without stuff ever in DC looking. And Marvel because they like <clears throat> mess with their layouts all the time. And did you know uh, Carlos? Uh, Magno is doing uh, Wolverine now. Uh, maybe. Yeah, no, he's I doing did, it. Uh, I don't think I did know that. So he's he's moved up to a big book. It is a big book. I don't think I knew. I thought someone. Would, I thought. Uh, did you know whilst Pertasio is on uh, Extreme X Men now? Or not Extreme X Men, but uh, the other one we get X Men Legends or. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I get, I get that. I don't know if I got the. He's actually returning to his creation, oh, Bishop. Yeah, that's cool. I, I like the. And Legends then you got Sylvester series. doing Batman. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Do we re- we covered that already, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you want to start on page 42, we have 42. the first uh first deep cuts. Deep cuts. This one's a musical thing. It is Kyle Higgins doing a, something about jazz. Stories of struggle, joy, and hope through the history of jazz. I don't give two shits about jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do because I took jazz history and stuff, and I think it could be interesting. Shadow Man did you was take, all jazz. When did you take history of jazz? College. You had time to take blow-off courses? Those were not blow-offs. Those were, uh, what do you call it? They were... Uh, Electives. Yeah, like you, blow off. 
you take the history of tennis too? I did take Art tennis. appreciation. No, I I took tennis. That was a <laughs> one credit of tennis and one credit of basketball, and I had to take stuff that was non. I didn't always like load myself with all engineering, or I'd go nuts. Oh, you're cra- I loaded myself. Yeah, I, really, I I totally loaded myself. I needed to. I needed a class that. Would Actually, we we did have to take something. some humanities type stuff too, so I had to. And to take psychology. Well, I took psychology as well. Philosophy. I don't think I. That's one thing I I think would kill me. And I had to, I was forced to take religion too, so I had to take religion. That one could be interesting, but I didn't take religion. I took jazz history and music appreciation. Music and I took tennis. They should have me teaching music appreciation. I'll give you something to appreciate. <laughs> well, music appreciation was all classical. Yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> jazz history was all jazz. Everything all jazz, but it, you went through all the different phases, even experimental jazz, which I hated. I thought uh, it was all jazz experimental. No, no, no. Well, I mean, most 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 jazz is uh, what do you call it? Methodical, like it's it's like any other music. Like, okay, horn now, you know, do this now, uh, in in a rhythmic fashion. Experimental is like you're just playing no shit, no rules whatsoever. Like it's just. But even in normal jazz, isn't there? There's always some like. Well, there's there's a, a place where they do their thing but yeah. it's it still fits feels part of the song to me yeah i don't like jazz will i get this i don't know maybe i i did i fell on the side of uh yeah i want to try it especially because of the time period 1917 i like like time pieces I'm trying to find out my list where is it it says, in the city's bustling red light district, a young clarinet player lands a job with his hero, but he'll soon discover there's more to music business than playing the right notes. So it could have like a gangster or a supernatural. It could go either way, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to get in crime. Crime Noir, that's what I think. Yeah, most likely. <clears throat> I already have it on my list. Deep. Cool. So it made my cut. It is questionable for me. Terror War also made my cut. Terror War made my cut as well. Oh, there's a preview. I should read this preview of Deep Cuts. Terror War... Yeah. What's this about? It's like sci-fi. Sci-fi horror. About working people fighting mind-bending monsters. So those first two, I was on the fence, to tell you the truth. I was like, can I cut these? Uh, You know, like I was... And I decided to go with them. The World Tree, the next one, I was going to get for sure. Because I like Tynan. Me too. And it's one of those and that, uh, dark web 
type things, but a different type, and I like that stuff. Yeah, the art's by Ferdinand Blanco and Jordi Belair. But I swear those pages that they show look so much like uh, Gilliam March. Like, it looks like that one comic from Gilliam March. What was that called? Like, uh, Monica. Well, the first page does. The second two don't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the second two don't. Just this like next one I was really s- excited for the ginormous kaiju, not or kokju, 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 yeah. Um, kaiju is what I like to say, but uh, I'm mostly excited for this because of Scott Koblish. Like when he inked over Keith Giffen, it looks so much like Jack Kirby, and I see these dragons and stuff, and it just looks awesome. Like mm-hmm. it looks like Kirby. And I, I just want this one I was excited for, and it was only three issues, so I was like, yeah, this one I'm de- that was that was a definite. The next one was a definite because it was Jimmy Robinson, not because of the content. It yeah, was... I'm giving the I'm getting the I'll get the kaiju one. I think that one. I mean, it's like a a humor one, but I think it'd probably be pretty funny to have a humorous story in the world of kaiju. Like, but look at those pages, man! Stuff. It just looks awesome. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I just love i I love his art. Like, I, he's an inker to me, and he's drawing now. Like, he, he inks. Yeah, people. I think he's always done both, but yeah, yeah, he's done a lot of inking. Yeah, that's good. Oh yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say the next one. I just was a for sure, just because it was Jimmy Robinson. My only question there is whether or not I want to get multiple covers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get the one cover. I'm just getting the one. kind of want to get all the covers. To support Jimmy? Yeah. Maybe I'll get cover D and cover A. Because I do like the silhouette cover. Yeah, I'm just going to go with cover A. I'm very excited about that. He better not bail on it. That's all I got to say. Let's see how many issues it is. Yeah, I follow him on Facebook, and he uh, posts a lot of stuff, and he often comments on a lot of my posts, especially with some of the weird shit I post. He seems to like that. The but um, stuff, yeah. <clears throat> I think he's. I think he posted like some pages from like the third issue or fourth issue or something, so... I have high hopes for this. Because I do love me some Jimmy. Yeah, and then the next one was a done deal for me because I do love myself Howard Chaikin. And I I like these things because I always like to read them and see, who is this? You know, like, (laughs) can I figure it out? Who's this mystery? (laughs) Yeah, because this is the history of early comics, right? Yeah. Or... uh... In all yeah, fairness, through the eyes of, through his, yeah, through his, through his eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I get that in collected edition. So this is the start of the third volume. I was gonna pass on Sumner's work because I didn't read the previous one. So. Yeah, I don't get that either. I'll get this reprint of the Doctor Adam, the Pipe and Dope book. I didn't get that. It's a, rep- it's a reprinting of an underground comic. 
I'm not big on the pot scene. Although I am. I do like in Tulsa King. The the, 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 I do like the people that work in the pot store in Tulsa King. <laughs> they're they're fascinating to me. Uh, they're God. Taylor Sheridan writes such good characters. Yeah. The guy that runs it is so fucking smart. Like he's just. Oh man, I I dig them. And then there's this girl who seems like she's always drugged up, but she can shoot a gun like nobody's business, man. So Tulsa King is badass. I anything that T- Taylor Sheridan touches for me is like I gotta watch it. That guy's what, a genius. What channel's that on? Or That's service? on Par- Paramount Plus. Oh, I could watch that one. You could be watching the Harrison Ford one too. That's fucking awesome. I see promos awesome. for that all the time. Oh my <laughs> so god, it is so fucking addictive. Like I'm like, when's the next one? I I'm so caught up. I get frustrated. I can't. Yeah, it must keep be, it must be doing well for them because they're really pushing it. Oh, that's well, I'm so sure they good. spent a pretty penny on it. You could watch 1883 at 1923. You just can't watch Yellowstone good. on there. Which is his other one, which leads to that. Because Yellowstone uh, Peacock still has yeah, I watched ownership the first to stream. God, I love those shows. I, those are I like... I am so fucking addicted to his shows. Like, anything that has his name. I haven't I haven't watched uh, Mayor of Easttown yet. Yeah. So that'll be my, my next one. But I didn't know if I needed to... <clears throat> to change it up a little bit so I, I i might jump to willow or or something else yeah get a sometimes you need a little breathe break last of us is what i've been watching but i'm all caught up on that now yeah that, that just that only has about what six episodes yeah episode three was phenomenal like it it's what it's like if you made a dystopian thing so different from everything else I've seen, it was everything else has been like, okay, this is like the road or walking dead or, uh, you know, similar movies derived. It, it, it is different. You know, the happening, what the whole premise of the thing, you can like mix genres and, but episode three, that's what made the show for me like it it like defined an era of just one guy you have to see it it's so good like it it is an incredible story like i don't know why they chose to do that but Mm -hmm. whatever the because they chose to do that in episode three which doesn't even really feature the main characters at all like features two characters they just throw in an ep- episode three and it's almost like its own one shot but god damn it's like f- it is phenomenal dystopian thing like it's so good highly recommend it even my wife saw it and she said oh my god that was good everybody i talked to episode three is like blown their mind it's yeah. crazy yeah, i've heard good things The other the other part of it's really good, but 
it's similar to like things you've seen like in Sweet Tooth and The Road and you know like a guy traveling with a little girl kind of thing but <clears throat> yeah yeah the only experience I have with it is the comic that they made I don't have it I didn't buy it because it was a video game but I wish I bought it it's worth money now Ooh. Maybe I should sell it. I could retire finally. <laughs> How much is it selling for? Like a couple hundred thousand? No, I think <laughs> it's a couple hundred. Oh. Yeah, Let's then I, I won't be able to retire. Last of Us, number quite one. As soon as I'd hoped. Uh. It's selling for raw, wow, 300 bucks, but it's all over the place. Yeah. Number one's 300 bucks, but I can get a uh, number one 8.5 CGC for 99. Well, it's in the bidding war, so who knows what's going to end up. Oh, yeah, that's going to go for tons. Oh, so, so these are bidding. I can't even get it for 300 bucks. That's that's, that's the current, current that's the current, the current bid. bid. Let's see, if, let's see if there's a buy now. Now, well, if I were gonna sell it, now would be the time to sell it. Well, for a CGC nine two, it's five hundred bucks. Buy now. Everything seems up to be in a bid. Usually, there's a lot of buy nows, but Ooh. there's not. I should take my copy to C two E two and have it graded. I was listening to uh, I found another podcast that I, I like listening to. It's it's a video, it's a YouTube thing, but I I don't listen to the I don't watch the video. You don't watch the, the I, video. I just yeah. listen to the listen to the podcast version of it. Sure. It's called Gods and Bronze Bronze Age Gods and Modern Monsters or something like that. Hmm. And Catchy. it's it's two older guys, kind of like me and you. One guy looks young. I always thought he looked younger, but he's he's in our in our age group. Mm-hmm. But um, they one of the guys owned a comic store. Now they just they're real neclectic collectors. One guy really is into the golden age, and then the other guy he's more modern into the monsters. modern modern stuff. Yeah, but uh, they're really good friends, kind of like us, and they they go. To cons together and so you're saying that they stole our model they stole they our model YouTube, so yeah they're they, successful <laughs> yeah they're, they have a bunch of listeners but, <laughs> unlike we do they went the youtube route yeah but but they spent they're they're uh they're really into the cgc and 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 they actually oh really yeah one the one like guy getting stuff cgc or buying cgc books both yeah but one one thing that they they talked about in the last uh, podcast that was sort of interesting uh, to me is that he, they went to a California con, which is they advertise it as like Baltimore Heroes, where it's like comic centric. Mm-hmm. And uh, they the one guy took comics with him, like um, he took like. The silent issue of G.I. Joe nine point something, and then he took uh, Silver Surfer number four, which is the the Silver Surfer Thor cover, which is a, a real popular uh, 
seller now. Mm-hmm. And he traded for um, gold, some Golden Age stuff, which like an old Captain America. And uh, he ended up paying a, a little bit more for it. And then he got the um, the first Stan Lee. I can't remember if it was like a Maggie or God, it was some some Stanley issue where Stanley wrote himself into a story. I, it sounds fascinating, but mm. he wrote himself in dating a 17 year old. <laughs> Cause I guess Maggie or whoever it is is 17, but he's like, that's a little questionable, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, seven, so... 17 is legal in some States. So yeah. It... <laughs> A little more appropriate, probably in the past than it is in the present. But yeah, he was probably in his twenties when he wrote that. So, twenties or thirties, mid twenties, I would think. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. I don't know how old he would have been in the fifties, but I think that's when it was written. But anyway, uh, yeah, that that's a good podcast. Like I, I, I dig that one. Let's check that one out. They're they're more into the collecting thing than we than they are into the reading thing like we are. But uh Yeah, if they're getting They're they're movies. very knowledgeable in their their area, yeah. yeah. Selling but but I like the idea of trading like they they're talking as you get older and you want to whittle down your collection and maybe focus your collection on something you can trade for like, yeah, instead of selling to minimize your collection, you can yeah. trade your stuff and get like the specifics to narrow down your collection. I was like, Oh, that's pretty interesting. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Yeah. I never thought about trading. Hey, yeah, but hey, you have hey, you some gold. Tra- you you have do you have the full run of Last of Us or what? No, what? I think I just have number one. And the trade. That book is is hotter than shit right now. I would imagine. Well, here's the now cheapest the one I found for. The cheapest one I found is a variant cover. For Oh, this is a mini comic too, so that's not even the real comic. Oh, I don't have that. The cheapest one I found is a a variant, and it's a uh, hundred eighty five. Yeah, it's a it's a good. It's probably a good time to sell it because it's gonna drop as soon as this series is is over. Yeah, I'm pretty second, sure. Se- yeah, second season. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Now's the time. Why did you buy this? That's what I want to figure out. Who wrote it? Last of Us. I don't remember if it was the team or if I just... uh, Faith, Aaron Hicks? Yeah, that's good. Is the writer and the artist. Maybe that's why you got it. Maybe I don't know. It's uh, is this, is that zombies? Uh, post-apocalyptic. 
can I tell you the premise and I don't think it'll give it away what what happens. It's not it's sort of like remember. in the sort of in the zombie genre but do you know stuff about uh fungus? Like why it doesn't like get it people? I mean it's starting to there's some some things that are starting so that's kind of scary. But it, th- this is a it's a fungus. So a fungus took over the Well, well, yeah. This fungus would let would it's sort of like mutated. So cuz normally your body with the normal body temperature will kill off fungi. Fungus, yeah. Yeah, cuz your temp it can't withstand the temperature of the normal human body and that's why fungus isn't a big deal but what the premise of this is that fungus is mutated and okay. so it can it, live in the body it's, it can live in the body now and it's it's sort of formed its own it's almost like a living conscious like it it takes over people and then can control them so it's like the Ants or whatever get taken over by yes, the yes, fungus. Yes, yes, okay. yes. So it's like it can control people. So they can be like dormant on the ground, and if it could, it sense stuff. It could like turn, wake up a person, and then the person will go after you Use and try body. to kill you. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a zombie. Uh... Yeah. Well, that's why I bought it because <laughs> of the premise. But it is weird because it might have been at a point in time where I had regretted not buying a video game comic. And so this one came up and I was like, post-apocalyptic, I'll try it out. Faith Aaron Hicks probably pushed it over the line for me. It was good. I remember that. I think I gave it a five out of five. Did you buy the trade? I did buy the trade. Have I read it? No. Do I know where it is? I don't know. I'm going to tell you if I know where it is. Right now, I'm gonna look at my fu- my file. Last of Us. Nope, I don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was anticlimactic. You didn't read it. I have not read it yet. I'm, now I want to though. Probably in this room somewhere. Packless returns. It seems like forever since that came out. Yes, I'm so excited. I love Packless. I don't know if I stuck with it. I gotta. I'm gonna pull it up here. Let's see. I got. Yeah, I gotta one through sure five. I, have I do have, I have them. them all. Dustin Weaver. I now had to go back and find some of those issues. Yeah, I do. I'm very excited. So I did order that. <laughs> he. He goes like all in on that series. Like he puts his heart and soul into that. Did you buy that in singles or the trade? There singles. is no trade. There is no trade. Singles. Ooh, Chroma's a trade. You gotta decide on. Yes, I'm getting the Chroma trade. Which we will talk about. I don't think I have... Where's my list? I think I have any other... A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance? Fortures. 
What? What page is that on? Uh, oh, there it is. 71, Rick Remender. Oh, that's, that's just a hardcover collecting all the issues. And the rest are just repeat offenders. Yes. I'm having a struggle on the spawns. Because I want to get, I have to get all the Brett Booth connecting covers. Because that's awesome. I am but by I, default. But I really like that Gunslinger cover where he's breaking through the stained glass window. Or in a church or something. Oh yeah. I don't know that I want to double dip on it. So I may just have just get the connecting co the main cover. I'm do I I I'm double dipping on all of them still, so. <laughs> Why are you double dipping both. on all of them? Cuz it's Todd McFarlane's Spawn. <laughs> it, 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 the way I look at Spawn though is it pays for itself. Because none of the Spawn issues our cover price like it's three dollar issue which is cheaper than any other comic mm -hmm. and you can get cover price or greater like usually can get double digits for every old issue so, so collectability it's not like it's a bad thing and it's todd like i yeah i mean that is more... understandable, especially with the discount you're talking about like under two bucks it's like you can't really go wrong getting a spawn for two bucks. Yeah, any of them. It's not. <laughs> Gunslinger it's not covered. A loss. Uh, I gotta get that Gunslinger cover. It's so good. <laughs> the other books it... that I really love that we're covering that that I really got into <clears throat> was Love Everlasting. That that book is amazing. Oh. Like it, yeah. it is. What what Tom King does with the romance genre, and then like it has ongoing themes, but yet yeah, it, it pokes through different time periods. It is mm -hmm. fucking amazing. Like it is incredible, and it has that like episode three of The Last of Us when it goes into World War One. So I'm like all caught up on on Love Everlasting. Everlasting. And lovesick, but love lovesick's a different <laughs> lovesick. Uh, that's a different kind of love story. It's a different kind of love story, <laughs> but it's addictive because, I, especially after issue four, I it it gives you a little sympathy for the character, like Domino. Mm -hmm. You kind of understand how Domino came to be. And you, yeah. you, you sort of understand who the real bad guy is. And okay. he's a fucking cannibal. Like, it, it is fucking nuts. So I, I love Lovesick, too. Um, I didn't realize he's the one that did that other book that we were reading. Um, until I read the back matter. But that one's got the final issue in this, in this uh, issue. Oh, the Bolero. Yeah.
nightclub I like because it's a buck ninety nine. You can't get cheaper than that. <laughs> For which? Nightclub. Another Night. book recovery. Yeah, that's why that's why I'm getting it in single in single issues because it's like why not? Yeah, <laughs> it's like nothing. <laughs> that's a no brainer. Did I... The final image. Yeah. Twelve of twelve. You're you're you'll be happy that that's ending. <laughs> well, that's the one I've liked the least. Um, and I'm an anthology buff, but I I think Skybound X to me is a lot better than Image. Um. Even though there's like some gems in there, like there there are some ones that I really like. Yeah, there's some good, really good. Stuff Overall, it comes out to be like a three out of five or a four out of five, and I only remember three of the stories out of the eight. Yeah, I so, think it's just that there's a couple of stories in there that didn't work for you. So, but some of the ones that didn't work for you worked for me. So. But like Jungle Comics, like I love everything in it. Like I think it's fucking gold but i'm in you know how i am with jungle comics i just i just like that genre so much and it's a very simple genre to play in so now we go to boom and we got your tv show this one's interesting because uh... they're playing in the kickstarter and putting this out kind of like uh the Berserker. Yeah, like Berserker did. Yeah, there's a new 12-issue 12, 12 Andy Diggle run. I am you not... you can't wait, you can I, go I, to Kickstarter I, and get the collection. Yeah, I'm not going to go that to, to, to the Expanse. I haven't invested in it, so... Yeah. I'm sticking out of it. What Decide are you doing? I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to get the singles or if I'm going to just wait for a collection... I have to decide on that still. But I am going to get Dan Waters' The Seasons Have Teeth. Yeah. I like Dan Waters. I might get it. I didn't really understand. So it says, In a drab, colorless world when the seasons bring change and also destruction... So Andrew lives in a blah, 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 regret after an unthinkable tragedy, but everything shifts when the seasons arrive, each one a personified godlike creature. He risks everything to track down spring, summer, autumn, and winter. Will capturing the perfect picture of each be enough to find redemption and ultimately bring color back to his world? I don't know what the fuck that's about. <laughs> it sounds like another uh, chroma or whatever. <laughs> Some guy is going to take seasons. pictures of season monsters or something. Because the seasons are monsters. Is it all in his head? I don't know. I'll let you know when I read it. Brand new series for fans of Sandman and the many deaths of Lila Star. I like those both. So I like them both too. I don't know. That one I'm getting. I'm not getting The Expanse. I think that's the only new 
the only new uh, books that I'm getting in Boom. I'm still yeah, getting have... all the others, though. Yeah, I don't have any other Boomies. Boomers. That takes us to Dark Horse. Yeah. I have to decide on this Matt Kint book. I'm getting it after. I'm only getting it because I read the premise. I don't care about cats. Like I, I'm not a cat person. Yeah. But. I'm not either. It's you have cats. What are you talking about? I do. I have two cats. I'm not a cat person. <laughs> so you don't like them? You're like, get the hell out of here. Oh, they're fine. I mean, I, I like them. But I'm, they, I'm not, they get they get me itchy, man. They have I'm not something crazy about them. in their fur that just they make my they make <laughs> if I pet a cat, I have to wash my hands afterwards. Otherwise, my hands will like start burning. Oh yeah, I have the same problem, and and, and it gets worse than that because if I rub my eyes and stuff, Ooh. and it gets in, I'm, I'm hosed. Yeah, your eyes like start burning. Because Barb, when I when she, we were in college and she was living at home, um. They had a cat, and that cat like loved me. Like it could, <laughs> it, could it, it could sense like the terror in me. It could and, sense the torment it was bringing you. Well, it could sense that I wasn't gonna pet it and whatever, and it would just start rubbing all over me. Like it would just, mm-hmm. you know how they like do that where their back curls up and they just start rubbing. Yeah, rubbing against you. All against me, and oh man, I just. I just had to be so careful, like to, uh, like you said, wash my hands, uh, not rub my pants where the cat was or anything, because it would just get me real agitated. But hairball yeah. seems pretty interesting, and um, it's, it's Matt Kent and Tyler also. Jenkins. Let's see, a young girl with a black cat begins to suspect that the beast is all of her, behind all of her troubles. She tries to rid herself of the creature. She discovers that the cat is not evil after all, but there's a greater terror. Yeah. I decided to go for it because Matt Kent has never let me down. So. Yeah, that's the one thing. It's like... And Matt Tyler Jenkins is good, too. Mm-hmm. I like his art a lot, so... I bet you're getting the Great British bump off. I'm not. I am getting the Great British bump off. Yeah, I decided not to get that. Because it's a Great British baking knockoff, and it's John Allison, who I I haven't really checked out his stuff a lot, so I'm interested to check it out. I never got Steeple. I never got Giant Days. I like Steeple. That was good. Did I read Steeple number one? Probably did. We did. Did I like it? (laughs) I don't remember. I did. I think it was one of those ones that I liked, but it wasn't like... I couldn't do without. I get John Allison mixed up with someone else. Matt Allison? No. I don't remember that dude, other dude's name. All Eight Eyes, though, is for me. Like, it's spiders and sci-fi stuff. I, I like this one. 
so I was getting all eight all eight eyes. I am a question uh question mark on that one. I'll probably get it. Jaws meets arachnophobia. It's gonna be. I I think I'm gonna like this one, but I like that kind of shit. Giant monsters. <clears throat> a shout out Giant to bugs. uh. Fa I already have this, but they have the Fawfred and the Gray Mauser omnibus. This actually was a DC comic called Sword and Sorcery, and it's being republished. And if you look at the names on there. Fritz Labor, who's the the writer of the the novel, and then Howard Chaikin, Dennis O'Neill, you know Mike Magnolia, Walt Simonson, Walt Simonson, Jim Starlin. Jim I mean, you got th this, this this is really good. I have the original material, but if I w if I was crazy like I was collecting with the collected editions, I was a few years ago. I would get it just to have double dip, but. I'm a little more reserved now, so. I'm not what was the it. What was the title of it when it originally came out? Sword and Sorcery. Came out in the 70s. Did it, Did they republish it again at some point, or no? Yeah, this is the second time Dark Horse has done it. Okay. Maybe to I my have. It, it either came out with Dark Horse or Image, and I don't remember which one. Maybe I don't have it. <clears throat> I guess I don't. Three hundred twenty pages. Mm -hmm. What do I got next? The rest I'm just getting repeat. Repeat business. Yeah, my next new one is... I do have to decide in... Uh, I guess Dynamite I have to decide on a couple. Or that dead mall thing. You know yeah, what was weird is my oh, yeah, comic shop... I was going to ask you about dead mall. I didn't like it. I know it... you didn't like the first one, but you read more than that. I read three of them. It still didn't win you over? No. I. It's too... It's... It's not grounded enough for me. Like, I, it's too out there, like, where the, the mall might the be living a, living, mall. a living mall. Like, the it's the fun... I'd rather have a living fungus than a living mall, I guess. <laughs> I like the idea of a living mall... Yeah, you might like it. You liked you liked the first one a lot more than I did. Yeah, I did. Dynamite. I'm actually going to try Scar just because I'm not big into I'm not big on the animation of Disney, but I, I just find it fascinating that they're doing a book about DC villains and they're spotlighting a villain each up issue. Is that what I, this is? Yeah. So this is Scar from the Lion King, and I am going to try it. 
Plus, it's by Chuck Brown. Whoa, look at that. This series will not be available as a collected edition before summer of 2025. There you go. I like that they say stuff like that. Yeah. Let me know. Dumbass, if you want this, get on it. Yeah, maybe I'll just get it. I do like Disney villains. I mean, how can you so, not so, like Disney So do villains? I, and I figure if I don't like it, I'm not going to get the rest. But but there might be some villains that I will get. You know, like it just depends on who they're spotlighting. This one are they just, having different creative teams? I, think, I, right? I, I am not sure. I didn't read the little... This one is Chuck Brown. I think it's a different person every time. I, I'm guessing that would be the case. Holy crap, they got a lot of covers for this. <laughs> Jesus. Plus, like I think it's... Covers. But I think it's it's going to be one of those books that is... has its own niche, be, niche because it's Disney. Yeah, for sure. And for it's sure published out... It's published obsessed. with an anomaly to me. To me, Dynamite publishing Disney is an anomaly. Like, it... Yeah, it, seems it is like just weird. It's, it's weird that they have the license at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how long will they have it for? Well, I guess at least until 2025. Yeah. But yeah, this is for sure one that there's a lot of people who are crazy for Disney and there's a lot of people who are crazy for Disney villains. So I could see that this has will have legs. So maybe I'll give it a go I think I convinced myself and I'm going to be getting 007 for King and Country that cover just is fucking amazing and I'm not a huge Joseph Michael Lisner fan but that is that is oh that's a sexy lady damn it that's really awesome pose I love the dress that is so good and I like it because like that's uh, you can tell it's Lisner, but it's not his like standard face that he uses. <laughs> well, it looks different. Like some of his stuff looks the same, just yeah. different costumes. Right. This look, this look, this looks this distinctively new, yeah. different. This yeah, looks like it could be a movie poster. It's good. I like yeah, it's it. It's really good. It's a good cover. Yeah, I got to decide on this one. I mean, it is Philip Kennedy Johnson. Who I yeah. like his stuff. And then they have a whole bunch of backlisted James Bond stuff. Yeah, I got to decide on the uh, the James Bond uh, collect Warren Ellis omnibus. Mm-hmm. Clicks one to twelve of Warren Ellis's run, and Vager and Edelon. Got to decide. I don't know if I. I don't think I got any of. I got a, the 2015 run. I know I got. I think I got an issue of Varger. <clears throat> and I am a Warren Ellis fan. Mm-hmm. Even though he's on the outs right now. Yeah, he is. But they're bringing the authority to the big screen. So there you go. I might be able to sell those authority that I ordered eleven copies of at some point. There might there might be a first appearance in there. That would be so amazing. If, if it went up like a hundred bucks or something. That would be the funniest thing ever. Uh, 
that'd be awesome if that's like the critical moment in the movie <laughs> yeah some some obscure character shows up and that one issue just skyrockets <laughs> some some event in that one issue <laughs> there's not that many issues out there but some guy bought 11 copies of this <laughs> that'd be hilarious and I had, I bought like three months in a row because I had it on subscription. So it was like authority. Oh yeah, and that's 11, what you 12, fat, and thirteen fat, or something like that. Yeah, yeah I fat fingered. fingered. I hit one one, one instead yeah. of one, <laughs> and then I had subscribe automatic subscription. So I just kept on going until I caught it. The you third month. Why, yeah. yeah, three months later you got your first. <laughs> so what the hell happened? I don't know, Eleven copies of this issue. <laughs> The one I want to get, but I it, it kind of went over my budget, is the Elvira Classic Years Omnibus Volume 2 hardcover. I supported Kickstarter for the first volume, and this is the second volume. And this is from that... What page is that on? That's on 194. This is that uh, publisher that did it, that long-running publisher. Was it 250? No, what were they called? I gotta get the publisher name because they had a they had some books that ran an awful long time, but Claypool. Yeah, Claypool. So it's right there. <laughs> Published by Claypool Comics. Yeah. So this is six hundred and thirty-two pages for sixty bucks. That's not bad. I've never read any of these. I don't think I own any of them. I didn't either. And trying to find the clay pools are not easy. Like they're they're hard to get. Yeah. I was never really into Elvira. Oh, I've become a huge fan. I mean this has some I'm still pretty much in on all of Dynamite, so I they're they're one of my go-to publishers. Aftershock is really fucking not doing anything anymore, but I am getting two issues, no one issue from them because I didn't get the Steve Rolando one. <clears throat> I'm getting Ridgeline is the only one I'm getting from Aftershock. I, anything. I got nothing from them. They were never my favorite publisher, though, for some reason. Titan, I have nothing except for Blade Runner. Yeah, I got nothing for Titan. Nothing. It's unusual. Ablaze, I'm getting the Mighty Barbarians. Yes. Me too. I'm scrolling to the page. What the heck? There's a lot of page samples on that, too. This is Michael, how do you say his name? Moreshi, More, Morakai? That's how, that's how I said it, but it's probably not right. More, more, Morassi. Morassi. I, I say Morakai. <laughs> that sounds mighty barbarians by Michael Morakai. <laughs> Coming to you from Ablaze. So Ablaze is really cut down for me because I'm only getting three books from them now. And I used to get a lot more. 
But they're doing a lot of direct to trades and stuff. Oh, now. these pages look good. I can see why they put so many of them. Who's the artist on this? Giuseppe Cafaro. Mm-hmm. Man, this is some strong work. I like it. There's some dynamic pages. Ooh, where's this guy? A little interview with him. I'll have to read that. There you go. Collector's edition. Even has an interview. Yeah. I need to get the print copy. Is that all I have from? Then we get to Frank Miller presents. I'm still getting all that. Yeah, I, do like, the, I, I do like I do like what Dan DiDio's doing. I, I like that stuff. It's really good. How about do they just have what do they have? The Wraith? Oh and Pandora is just the ongoing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not getting that ongoing. I'm getting the one shots. That's all I got. Let the back out. I am getting from AC Comics Hero in Heaven, number two, and from Abstract Parker Girls still. Oh, I didn't know you were getting that. And Ahoy, I'm getting a Second Coming Trinity. I like my Second Comings. Yeah, I got to decide if I want the Second Coming. Volume 2. I never got that. Then there's... For Amp, are you going to get the... Rawhide Reborn? Yeah, just because it looks so damn weird. It's got the mature rating and... Some kind of monster who has... People stuck in him, including a clown. He sucked up a clown. There you go. (laughs) I'll probably get that. Just why not? And I'm still getting Silent Night, Deadly Night, but I'm not getting uh, Legend Fell. It went into the fantasy, even though it looks cool. Yeah. I ordered the first issue. We'll see. Now, I was excited in Antarctic because we have fantasy comics, and it's not just a poster book. It's a, another anthology. So this is fantasy comics number one to add to our horror yeah, comics, I, I our know. jungle comics, our planet <laughs> comics. <laughs> our manga comics. And I am going to get Tomorrow comics. Girl, too. Me, too. I'm almost all in here. I'm getting everything I'm except for World War Three and the T-shirt. Are you getting? Do you get Punchline? Yeah, I get Punchline. I might get this one just because it has crossovers with Ninja High School, Rags, Came in America, Black Ops, mm-hmm. Tomorrow Girl, and more. All that of them. Wraparound cover is awesome too. It is. Them playing video game. That's so cool. Yeah, punchline and apparently, and someone who's next is a rags. I think punchline and rags are playing yeah. a video game, and then all the other 
characters behind them. Nikoya, like it has all the ones from the anthologies and stuff. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of their stuff. Then my next one's the Archie one. The Cult of the Wilkin Boy? Yeah, bingo! He's back. Bingo Wilkin is back. There you go. I love that Wilkin Boy. In a one-shot. Fun bun. Chilling out. I wish it was an Archie non-chilling <coughs> adventure mm-hmm. Wilkins boy, but I'll take any Wilkins boy I can get. And then they have Archie and Friends All Action, which is it looks like it's one of those Super Sentai type things. Yeah, where they turn into that. a robot. Super Mecha Teens. They're sticking, still sticking to their format, which is two books a month, really. Yeah. One shots. Yeah. I think they, they have their cadence down now. AWA has nothing new, but I'm all in. I don't think I ordered the the Trident of Ariella, but I did order one and two, so I have to go figure out if I like it or not. I don't even remember seeing that one before. Mm-hmm. I either missed it or I ordered it. I don't think I ordered this crypt, Kryptonels. Did you? Cryptid Nels? Yeah. First issues. Where's the... Oh, the number one solicited here? Black Tooth Comics. I wasn't going to get it. Yeah, I wasn't either. Yeah. I don't really care about cryptids. I do. Especially the La Llorona, which I'm interested in. I do like my. I used to buy Spring Hill Jack stuff. Yeah, I do like Spring Hill Jack. The Goat Man, Kid Cthulhu. I may add that one. I don't know. We'll see. From Blood Moon, I'm getting quite a bit of their stuff. I gotta decide on this grits and gear. I'm getting it. I ordered it originally. This is a resolicit. Yeah, resolicit. And Violent Descends, I'm getting. And Scared Bullets. Yeah, Violent Descends is the same writer as Grits and Gears. And i got to decide pop-up if I want to get that in singles or in collected. Yeah, i got to decide on... I might get the Violent Descends. Is that like about an angel? Yeah. Has fallen to Earth. It's five issues. Angel Fuentes and Yvonne 
Falcon. Boundless, I, I, I went and did my uh, Threshold. Threshold Pandora bag set. I got my Web Witch, Tim V. Hill covers bag. And my make... Threshold Allure, Lucius bag. Luscious you, bag set. Did you check to make sure you didn't already order these? Yeah. And I'm they... getting the Unholy and the Gypsy. Yeah, because some of these I know I've... Like, the Lookers one already have well the looker the lookers one wasn't in this one was it there's a lookers lookers pov bag set but it already oh, but that's a... that's that's boundless though that's not avatar i'm just getting the avatar stuff yeah i, I was just using that as an example of some of the stuff they resolicit just with the different covers so unless you want to double down on covers. No, I've I've checked the numbers. Checked these ones, okay. Like a lot of the, if you turn the page over to the Lady Death, like I've, I have all of these. Yeah. Or else I would jump on them. Because they fall into that Avatar realm. Mm-hmm. It's just so much cheaper than even if I go to my comic shop. These bundles yeah, are for saving sure. me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to regret when, when you're sitting there with a, a complete run of Threshold, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't I get all those? Because Threshold was an anthology. They, they like, ran a lot of stuff through there. And and that though, though, that's one of the reasons that's shooting me high. The, the, the things that are shooting me high are the Sigil... Omnibus, which is a cross-gen omnibus, even though I have all of them, I mm -hmm. there's there's some about cross-gen and Valiant and stuff that I just have a compulsion to buy. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm just obsessed. <clears throat> and yeah, Chero, which of well. the Black Rose, a new issue there. Yes. Always good when there's a new issue. I don't think I went for the first three one shot or the Joseph 1957. Yeah, I don't. Where's the Joseph? I don't even see the Joe. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I, I don't have those on my list either. And I stopped getting the Brooding I'm Muse magazine. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that either. From Coffin Comics, comics I'm getting La Murta, Primeval One-Shot. This is saving me so much money buying it through previews than getting it through a Kickstarter. And it's even expensive in previews. Yeah, but it's much cheaper than a Kickstarter. What's the Kickstarter? What are they selling Kickstarter? Like twenty bucks? They're like twenty bucks plus shipping. Yeah. From Dren, I'm still getting Plan Fifty Nine from Outer Space. And the flesh eating, I I already vested in the Kickstarter, so. For I'm which one? It. 
flesh-eating cheerleaders. Oh, right, right. Kevin Grievux has a new uh, book called Winter Ember. Yeah, Winter Ember, yeah. Yeah, that's a possible on my list. I don't think I went for it. And I think what made me cautious was eight issues and uh, yeah. a new publisher. I don't think oh, it's going to make whether it. Whether it'll make it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's very questionable. Yeah, what did they, they should have done it in two four-issue arcs. Egomania. No, ego manga. <laughs> ego manga. That's weird. Fantico, I passed on, but I wanted to get the weird facsimile edition. I liked the first one. Okay. I didn't notice they had a. Oh, it's just a new version of it. Never mind. Of what? The covers. Oh, the Erie publications? Yeah. It's just an expanded version. I don't think I got anything from Fair Square. Even though this... I think I'm going to get the... Damien, Damien Conley. Conley yeah. Ten know, I bucks. like his stuff. Yeah, it is a little spendy. 64, 64 pages. pages. I do like his stuff, though. And what do I have next? That's what I'm trying to figure out. IDW is so weird because they never have images. IDW, I'm like, yeah. how the fuck can you fix that? Yeah, it almost seems intent like intentional. It has to be, right? I don't know. I don't understand. I... They do have a Rocketeer special, which is, if you're into the Rocketeer... Has some art with Adam Hughes. Yeah, Just a cover art that. to be determined. But I'm still getting like a lot of their mini series, like creator stuff, like Breath of Shadows, Dead Seas. I'm still getting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff. Yeah. I think there was a. Oh, yeah, there was one issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then I might get this last Ronin Lost Day special. And then, didn't they have something else? Where's my list? Oh, no, that's it. I think the next thing I have is... Mad Cave. I'm going to get Next the thing Exorcist I have is... Never Die. 
You have something before that? I don't know. It depends on what page Mad Cave is on. Mad Cave is on 346. No, I... Did I... No. Yeah, I got to decide on this. Steve Orlando, who's not my favorite. But I do love Exorcists. Yeah, that's what's... We'll probably have to get it. Just I got it because of the write-up. But yeah. Steve Orlando could do some good stuff like I like. I liked his Batman Shadow stuff a lot. And I heard his Scarlet, which was really good. I haven't read it yet, but... I've heard good things. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I do like me some exorcists. The pink lemonade trade is coming. Yeah. I already got that as singles, though. Oh, I didn't know you bought it as singles. From Opus, I'm, I'm getting tales of science, fi science fantasy. Number one. <clears throat> but I'm not There's getting Ziltoid. Pills. Ziltoid the Ominescent. I'm not getting that. You're not getting Ziltoid? No. But it's from Devin Townsend, the musician. Well, who's that? Yeah, I heard the name before. I don't know what Bandy's in. I was tempted here because it's Andy Kuhn, though. But I didn't go for it. Yeah. I like Andy Kuhn. These PSR books are killing me because I just want them all. But I'm staying away. I, I really want the Blackhawk. I really want the Plastic mm -hmm. Man. And did you see mm -hmm. these Captain Marvel facsimile editions? That is fucking awesome. I didn't really notice them. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, they got a bunch of them. If I wasn't over my limit already, I would get that. That's That uh, $125 omnibus is really screwing me. <laughs> eating, eating your... Uh... Yeah, I, I guess overall the cross-gen is... It's more important to me personally. Yeah, I mean, you got to prioritize. So, are you gonna get Codename Ric Flair, Magic Eight Ball? You like wrestling? I am getting Codename Ric Flair. <laughs> I am Magic not. Well, I'm excited for the a fake Ric Flair story. I am getting a uh, Count Dante number one. Question mark on Count Dante. Kung Fu, I like. Yeah, Count Dante was the he used to sell in comic stuff. Instructional, yeah, guides in comics. in comics. So I'm a question mark on that. I did get. Count Dante, and I got Tales of Vulcana and Black Demon Tales because it has a shark on the cover. <laughs> I'm getting 
Black Demon Tales because it's about it's an anthology about sharks. Yeah, I, I like shark. You you say shark comics or jungle, and I'm like, okay, I'm there. I don't I even do like. Yeah. <laughs> I do like. Do you remember that there was a time when there was like three shark comics coming yeah, out? Like great. that was awesome. <laughs> so, something about sharks just works in comics for some reason. Mm-hmm. Really well. Visually, it looks awesome. Like yeah. the artist that depicts like a, sh- a huge shark attacking and stuff. Yeah, it just works really well. I'm also gonna I'm gonna get this uh, Parting Ways. Oh, it's a non it's a non-stop. So they're jumping to the trade on it. It's just a relationship comic. It looks like romantic drama. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, it was tempting. I think I'm gonna let you check it out and say go for it. You'd you like know. this. Yeah. And I don't think I'm going to get Pinocchio Grimm's face. Yeah, I'm not a big Pinocchio guy, so... I... And I'm not sure about Tales of Vol- Volcania. You put a sexy girl on the cover, and I'm sorry, I'm just there. I think it's because it's based on a... That's a role-playing game, though. That's not a video game. Yeah, let... Last of Us, Ooh, maybe Mr. Last of Us, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bastard. Let's see. Actually, this could be good because if it's based on an RPG, that means it's got a lot of story behind it. Maybe that is a cool cover. I do like the cover a lot, and I like the logo. All right, maybe. And the co- the artist did the interiors too. That did that cover. Yeah, that's a good sign. It's <clears throat> a well-designed cover. I'm gonna put on my possible. What's it called? Volva. Volcania. Tales of Volcania. All right, I put on my question mark. Oh, no. Uh, and then I'm getting pee-pee-poo-poo number 420. What is that? <laughs> what I page what, is that? I have no idea. Oh, it's on page 379. Pee-pee-poo-poo. Pee pee poop. <laughs> Number four twenty one shot. Yeah. What is this? I I've never read it. Like last month there was another pee pee poo poo one shot I ordered. It's a antho- one person anthology series. Carolyn Cash. Hmm. Magazine size. I like the title, that's for sure. It is a good title. I don't have anything from Silver Sprocket. I hear they got flooded in that California thing. Yeah, they were. They're trying to get people to come help them carry boxes up from the basement. Yeah. Which I think they did. Yeah, that would be scary, man. If you're, if you're. A publisher in your basement got flooded, and that's where all your books are. Yeah. Hopefully, pee pee poo poo is 
salvaged. The only new thing I'm getting from Source Point Press is Franklin and the Ghost. It's soon to be an upcoming animated series. You got a sexy lady with a fox on there, with with a, a an animal-looking fox. An animated fox. Yeah, I'm a question mark on that one. I should get it because it's going to be worth tons of money when the animated series comes to YouTube. Are you still getting the Storm King production stuff? John Carpenter's. Yeah. Yeah, I stopped, but you're you're still in there. I'm still in there. I'm getting the third issue here of the en- Envoy. I'm a fan. And I'm going to get Soko number one. Yes, yeah, so am I. Because it's from Sumerian. I'm looking forward box. to tapping into the Firstborns because of the creative team. They They did that one other comic I really liked. Punk rock drummer, yeah, something like that. That was the one that I told you was mediocre, and then I just read the rest of it, and I was like, "Oh, this is so good." <laughs> I gotta read that. We should tap that one. Did you get that? The collection? No. Or did you get the Firstborns number one? Yeah, I believe so. Did it come out yet? Yeah. Firstborn. So that's that'll be the firstborns. Oh, I don't think I got that. it. Maybe it's two words, or maybe I typed it wrong. First. Maybe I didn't get it. Why oh, you didn't to? get it. Well, I'm gonna oh, read it. Dumbass. I'm gonna tell you if it's any good. How did I not get it? Oh my gosh, the system's failed. Sucks. It sucks. Bitch. Oh. Son of a... Yeah, why didn't I get it? Fucking idiot. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> I saw this. Firstborns. I don't know. I just missed it. Like a dumbass. From tomorrow's, I'm getting back issue number 44. And I may get this cliffhanger thing. I think I didn't get it because you said Heavy Metal Drummer is not very good. But then I told you it was. (laughs) So it's all your fault. What'd you say? I said I'm getting back issues and I may get... I may get Alter Ego, too, because it's got a Jerry Ordway cover. God, I just love when he draws Captain Marvel. But uh, Cliffhanger, the cinematic superheroes of the serials. That could be an interesting thing in retirement to go visit serials. Where are you looking? On page 394. Yeah. Oh, there it is. got to scroll down. <laughs> Oh, yeah, cereals.
Are you getting World of Tomorrow number one? I don't know. I have to. I'm gonna mark it to check. There's two things I want to check to see if I. I'm getting and it's uh. Alter Ego. I think I might add and I might add this World of Tomorrow if I didn't get it already. Yeah. I don't know that I'm getting it. It's not on my list. I am getting Exo Man of War. Number two. I'm getting from Uncivilized Comics, Maple Terrace, number one. Uncivilized Comics. It's because it's by Noah Van Skyver, who I like. I was not getting this one. It was a three-part autobiographical series. Continuing his autobiographical stories. Is he interesting? What is... Is he as interesting as what's his peep show guy that jerks <laughs> off all over the place? <laughs> he, he's not. Oh, isn't he? A, is isn't my... he a religious guy? I thought he was a Mormon. He's a, I... He was raised Mormon. He had a weird childhood where I think his mother was Mormon or something like that. But he, I mean, his brother Ethan is still Mormon. Okay, maybe that's who I'm thinking of. But he, he he's gone a very different path than his brother. Oh, is Ethan? Van, is that what? Yeah, Ethan Van, Ethan Van Skyver. Is his brother? Yeah, it's his brother. Ethan Van Skyver's a Mormon. Yeah. That guy's the the hate group. Yep. <laughs> he he is founder of Comicsgate. He's one of the. I didn't know they were brothers. I don't know if he's the founder, but he's definitely the, uh, whatever it's called. He's the instigator. The, he's the, the controversial image. motherfucker. Well, he's the, <clears throat> the face the face of Comicsgate. Oh, wow. Yeah, Noah just does stuff for, like, fanographics and stuff. Yeah, they went totally different directions <laughs> in their lives. Opposite directions. I wonder if they still talk to one another. Yeah, I don't know. If they do, it's probably not a lot of talking. <laughs> Good question. And then what's after? That's a that's a good example though. I mean, now that we're talking just in general, Ethan Van Skyber, Ethan, he's religious and is supposedly still a Mormon, but he preaches hate. There's a lot of religious people who. No, I, I'm just saying it's hate. one of the reasons I sort of navigated myself away from it, the religion myself. But I 100% agree. <clears throat> I th there's a there's a lot of good people who are religious, but there's a lot of people who are just the worst who use religion as a shield. Are you gonna get the new money shot, or I get those in the trades? Mm. I don't know if I have any.
new vault issues or vault single issues. Are you gonna get Giga or end after end? We're getting end after end. Giga, I don't have a review that I think I read it. I don't think I read it. I don't know. I can't find a review for it, but I can't find the comic either. <laughs> hmm. Disappeared. So I don't. I'm stuck. My hands are tied. Did we read it on this show? I don't think so. I Change do not know. From I'm gonna look it Busy up. Eight Entertainment. I'm getting Changelings number three from Kevin Van Hook. <clears throat> Which uh? Oh yeah yeah. Busy Eight. Giga. What not publishing Griffin? Oh. I'm getting. I like Con. This is the one we got this we got Griffin number one from Heroes. Oh did we? Like if you scroll down to cover F, we got that cover. It was like a preview issue or something. I don't know if it was the full issue or not. We really liked it though. We covered it on the show. <laughs> huh. Does that cover look familiar to you? Well, I like Ben Dunn. I like that guy. Yeah, Ben for Con. sure. Yeah. Ben we, ta we talked to him for a while at Heroes. And yeah, we did. He was selling. That was the preview number one. Because remember, at the time, he was he was selling like the preview of it, and then it was being published like online somewhere. But now it's finally coming out in singles, so I'm excited. That was really good. I don't remember it exactly, but I remember there was some. Happened in space, and there are the main characters like a female badass. I, I didn't put it in it. my database for sure. Let me see if I put it in my red list. Search up. Yeah, we liked it. I know it. I wonder if I review it. Let me look. Yeah, Captain Layla Griffin stands trial. For their offenses against galaxy-spanning sovereign Reach, as the Reach searches for answers to what happened to Griffin on the edge of space, the Resistance also targeted them for possible defection. I gave it a. Now you could tell I was reading a uh, con stuff because I had Z Girl and the Four Tigers as well. Ah. <laughs> This was from 2019. I gave it a 4 out of 5. So did I. I was reading Weapon Brown, Griffin, and Z-Girl from the Four Tigers. Other Side of Town. I don't even know what some of this shit is. Side of Town. Yeah, I don't remember what that Azoro, is. Static, Saltwater, number one. I don't remember that one. The Legend yeah, of Camus. New York Year Zero. God, what was I doing that month? Swan Song oh. number one, Spirit Drifters. Horror comics. Dalrak the Mighty. What is that? Insect Bath. <laughs> oh, yeah, Insect Bath. <laughs> what the heck was I doing I that month? <laughs> insect Bath might have been from uh, the guy who did The Derelict. 
A lot of those are heroes books. <laughs> it is because I I didn't know how to categorize them, so I said ten books. You know how I say uh, one American mythology, one Antarctic press. Yeah. yeah. I had one Death Ray that month and ten from Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's cool, actually, filing them that way, because then you'll always remember. <laughs> but I was, like, reading those, and I, I remember we were talking to the guy who did the salt thing, too. Yeah, salt water, yeah. I thought that's the guy that did salt water was the one that drew your comic. The guy who drew salt water drew the liquor. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, that is true. So it's a small world. I mean... I don't remember any of this, but I, I do remember. Okay, so I wonder if I should get this, though. Yeah, that's why I'm curious if it's the I same mean, it issue. Might have, it might have, yeah, or if it, cha- it might have be changed a little bit, or there may be more in this one than was in the one we got. I'm not sure. I probably will to support Ben Khan. I like him, so. For sure, I'll get the collection <clears> of this <throat> when it comes out. I'll, I'll get the first issue. Yeah, I'm excited to finally see it. I I turned down Astrobots finally. I took it off my list, but I really regret that. That's one. You took number one off your list? Yeah, but I I didn't realize that. Oh, interesting. They were making a toy line out of it. (laughs) Yeah, toys. I don't know. I'm getting it just because it's the guy who wrote Transformers. Doing like his a creator own version of Transformers. <laughs> That's cool to me. I'll tell you how it is. I'll be like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> like I did with uh, Rocket, what the punk rock, whatever yeah. that was. <clears throat> Maybe I should get number two. Maybe I should just get in single issues. Vampiris Carmelia is the net as the magazine. Yep, getting that. Still. Are we getting Ram God? Yeah, same here. I have to get the heavy metal ones. This uh, selective history of bad video games is interesting. If I actually had time to read, I would love to dig into that. Yeah, that'd be a, a fun one. There was another one, like earlier, a book that looked interesting. It was like on weird, a book about weird books that were published. Yeah. That I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of nice to have on my shelf. <laughs> Just to flip through. We have a Cinderella versus the Queen of Hearts. This is interesting, too, because... I have read a ton of Xenoscope lately in Alice in Wonderland franchise. Mm-hmm. And the Queen of Hearts is from that the universe. Book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this one's could be really interesting. The cover is fantastic. Uh Man Goat and Bunny Men special. Yep. We need to read uh the last series. Yeah, we can queue that up if you want. Yeah, we should do that. All right. The Firstborns and Man Goat and Bunny Man.
All right. I have to decide if I'm going to get the main cover of Money, Man, Money Goat, Man Goat and Bunny Man, or the cartoon cover. I like the cartoon cover too. Oh shit! <laughs> I might get that one. I kind of like cover C. <laughs> cover B have... is is cool though. Like I oh, like, like cover. I like is cover it, B. Isn't B dances with wolves or something? Yeah. But the uh, cover D looks Looney Tunes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so do I. I'll probably stick with cover A. Usually the cheapest. Yeah, cover A you got the naked. <laughs> Naked Bunny Man. Yeah. I have not cut anything from Xenoscope. I am so into their world right now. Still all in. I I find it... I find the continuity in their worlds, like, absolutely fascinating. Like, I become, like... I like reading them in order on the app because Mm -hmm. I... I go and do the research and find out the publication history and what's next. And I'm able to just like follow the story thread and it's like yes, really you're gonna cool. Get, you're going to pick up on all the little things that yeah, you would otherwise miss. I like it a lot. And I never bought uh, personally. The one thing I stayed away was the Alice in Wonderland books okay. and everything else I was pretty much getting. And I'm, the Alice in Wonderland stuff is really, really good. That's what I've... I, I've read at least 50 issues of that so far. Wow. Yeah. And I want to get back to it. I, I, I had to get away from it to catch up on, on other stuff for my podcast, but I'm going to jump right back in as soon as... You're anxious to get back to it? Yep. Might get this grim Tales of Tort terror i love the tales of terror i i love the she she actually appeared death or whatever her name is she actually appeared in alice in wonderland for one issue everybody was like terrified of her (laughs) (laughs) like let's not fuck with her (laughs) it's like whoa stay away from her yeah i'm gonna get mystery and gretel i i like all their stuff yeah, me too. I think that's it. That's it. I wasn't getting any uh manga's manga stuff. I still I still oh, need to read the thing. two chainsaw mans I still bought. There's something I'm tempted by. It was from Invader Comics. I don't know what page that's on. Let's see here. Uh, this HIJK. There we go. Where is it? Invader. Oh, back to Falerera? No, the next one, Ravage. Because it's by Eli Powell. What has he done? He did that one. uh, He's done a couple of things, but the one that comes to mind is that one. it's called Empties. I'm gonna have to go check that. Was that the one I liked a lot? The Kickstarter. Yeah. Or is it... 
It was a kick. Yeah, the Kickstarter about the. It was like a zombie thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. I liked. He did the art or what? Yeah, he drew it. So this is one he's writing and drawing. Not sure what it is. Some it's a horror. It's only eighty-eight pages though. Yeah. Twenty bucks. I don't know. It's question mark. Question mark. Oh, you broke into the uh, Cheetos. No, these are. I can hear you. M and M's. Oh, M and M's. But they're not just M and M's. They're called the Key Lime Pie, Pie Edition. What? Mm -hmm. I didn't know about these. Where do I get these from? I don't know. I found them in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> and Barb is probably going to be... Uh, she's probably hiding them from me. Where are my M&M's? <laughs> Damn you, did you take my M&M's? <laughs> I don't know. Probably some, uh, some uh, squirrels must have come in and... They taste like key lime pie. If you like key lime pie, mm. they're really good. I'm gonna. I need to get some of these. Mm. I'm. I'm a fan of companies doing weird stuff mm -hmm. and weird flavors. So I'm 100% gonna get these key lime pie. What's the I inside? I can't tell. They're really crunchy. Well, sure. It's an M&M. &M. Like the mint ones, I think are are like chocolate on the inside. I, I think it's some... I think it's M and M, and then the key lime is in the middle. That's what I think. The chocolate's on the outside. I think I have some. I thought I had some. Oh, I think I ate them all. Yeah, I ate, I ate all my mint ones. <laughs> <clears throat> ah, those are good. Key lime pie, yeah. When do you get your shipment? Next week, probably. Uh, this month. I already got it. Oh. It's like the end of the month. No, I'm talking about February's. When do you get February's? Yeah, I already got February's shipment. How could you? It's not February's still going on, right? Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> I won't get that till next weeks. week. No, two weeks. I don't think I'll get it next week. Because the first is on Wednesday. But yeah, they won't ship it out until the next week. All right, let's get to the comics. Okay, I'm going to go grab a cheer wine. All right, while you're doing that, I'll talk about something. I'll talk about something. <laughs> yeah, talk about something. <clears throat> so when we pick a book for for the show, I usually get whatever I've read. So like Love Everlasting, I've read one through five, and uh, I I really loved it. Love Sick, which we're gonna cover, I I, I read one through four. Um, Chroma, I, I didn't think I was going to like, but I would have gotten 
number two because number one ends in a cliffhanger. And I, I really did like it. And then um, Revolvers, <clears throat> I have to still still on judgment on that. But uh, I have number three and four here, but number two is still in the storage unit. So I have to go back and get it. And then, <clears throat> let me see. Horror comics, I just wanted to, I mean, not horror comics, but jungle comics, I just wanted to catch up. But I held off on it because we cover these on the show. And um, we covered eight, no, we covered seven, eight, and nine in this issue. Um, yeah, so there's a handful of books that, oh, uh, the other one I wanted to pick up is uh, Junkyard Joe. That was really good. Um, let me see what else. And, and that's another one I want to go to the storage unit and pick up. Let me see what else. I'm back. Oh, okay. You got your cheer wine? Yep. All right. I haven't had one of those in forever. I don't know my cozy is. <clears throat> What's that called? Oh, there it is. Oops. Wow, that didn't sound good. <laughs> Might have just broke my cheer wine bottle. <laughs> I hope it's not leaking. No, it was an empty one. I got empties piled up around me. Sometimes I knock them over. I'm like an alcoholic. Ah. What with cheer wine? There you go. And, and there's only one empty in here. <laughs> oh, Barb brought strawberries and cream Coke Zero. Dr. Pepper Zero. Oh, I want to try that. Ah, you don't want to try the Zero version, but the regular no. version. Yeah, I want to try the kind that they put sugar in. I should have a. I should uh, tell you what it tastes like. Yeah. Have you had it before? No. Oh. I'm a Dr. Pepper guy. This one's strawberries and cream. I wonder if they are able to uh, do the the cream. Well, they're actually pretty cold. Well, I don't know. I'm going to... Uh, he's drinking his cheer wine, so I'm going to just try it. So bear with me while you hear some ice being crushed. Now, now I'm torn. What do you have? So Barb brought me a Pepsi Peep too. Now, do Ooh. I drink? Do I drink the limited edition Pepsi Peep or the Dr Pepper strawberries and cream? I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards the Peep. Okay, you, the Peep I'm, wins. I'm very curious. <laughs> All right. Is that the one that I can't really Im like strawberries and cream? I can kind of imagine what that's gonna taste like. I have no idea. I love peeps, but peeps. What I'd the heck is that? I, I, I'd I'd rather have a peep, an actual peep flavored like Pepsi. All right, so this is the one that Barb got me. You're gonna. No one wants a peep taste like Pepsi. It smells just like Pepsi. All right. 
Huh. I can't describe it. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of can taste it, but it's very subtle. It tastes like Pepsi. Maple syrup. Okay, I like it. Yeah, that's good. Because I usually can, if if I don't like it, I'll, I usually know off of two drinks and the aftertaste. So is it like sweeter than a regular Pepsi? It tastes like Pepsi, but it has an a aftertaste of marshmallow. Like, I don't know. It's like... That sounds it, disgusting. It, it is. Well, if you like marshmallow, it's not. I love marshmallow. <laughs> there you go. Like, my favorite thing to eat now is the Dairy Queen Cupfection. And what the Cupfection is, it's like ice cream. You know, Dairy yes. Queen soft serve ice cream with, with marshmallow cream served with chocolate and a brownie. Oh. And Oreo cookies. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, I need to tell my youngest son about this. He'll flip yeah. his lid. It's called Cupfection, and it's like heaven. It really is perfect. They have a Heath and Caramel one, too. They have two Cupfections, and they're, they're... All right, I'm going to look at it. Oh. Oh, that's perfect. Matter of fact, I, I want one. I like this. I'm going to take a picture of it and say, I like this. I approve of the <clears throat> Peep Pepsi. I'll have to try it, maybe. But uh, you're not a Pepsi guy, though, right? I'm Aren't a Pepsi more... guy. Oh, you are? I hate Coke. Okay. Oh, Bill's my guy. He hates <laughs> Coke, too. Coke is He's nasty. He's a Pepsi guy. Yeah. That's Coke what I'm is, talking about. Coke has a nasty aftertaste. It does. My wife's a Coke, Coke drinker, and I'm a Pepsi guy. Yeah, Pepsi, Pepsi men in the house. That's right. <laughs> Coming at you. I think real men drink Pepsi. That's what I think. <laughs> I think that's probably true. <laughs> Martin and, and uh, Nick would be flipping out, I think. I know Martin hates Pepsi. Pepsi is nice, clean, <clears throat> crisp. Thank you, Barb, for bringing me the peeps. I approve. Yeah. Did you hide the M&M's so she wouldn't see that you're eating her M&M's? <laughs> I don't know. It was in a box outside. <laughs> I brought in those M&M's. They're fantastic. Have you had them? Okay. They were in by the garbage. <laughs> so I'm going to just post I 100% Oh, 100% approve of this drink and then I'll see how much hate I get. 
I don't think you'll get hate. Uh, I don't even know Matt Kramer. Do you like you don't like peeps though, right, Bill? No. See, you won't. I don't think you'll like this. I don't think I'll like it either. You know what it almost tastes like? And and you're going to think I'm crazy, Barb. But this has a taste close to like Pepsi mixed with, uh, what is that uh, Harry Potter drink? The beer? Yeah, that's what I'm tasting. It's like I'm tasting a butter beer um, Pepsi mixture. I can see that. Totally. I taste butter beer in that thing. That's what I'm tasting. My favorite flavored Pepsi ever was Pepsi Blue. I never tried Pepsi Blue. Was that raspberry? So good. Raspberry? It was kind of a little bit. It was a weird flavor. (laughs) It was so good. Raspberry is weird for me, though, because I don't like, like, real fruit raspberries. Like, I hate them. But, like, Barbara's got me on this kick now where we go out to eat and I'll have raspberry iced tea. So I, I do like it. I like the flavoring. Yeah. Yeah, Pepsi Blue. So but I don't like like raspberry jelly beans. This is good here. I like this. Do you taste it a little bit? I taste something. No, I know you taste something when you don't like Pepsi, but do you taste the butter beer or no? I think this tastes more like butter beer than the actual thing that we bought. Ginger what, ale. What thing that you buy? You taste ginger ale in here? No, ginger. it's way sweeter than ginger ale's. Ginger ale's harsh. Yeah, that's a very that'd be weird if they. Do they sell this in, in in cans, Barb? I only saw like bottles. Like, okay. Crates by the register when I was walking by. I really, I really like this. <laughs> this is good. All right, so let's talk some comics, Bill. Yeah, I got a whole stack sitting here. You want to start with that Skybound thing? Skybound X? Sure. So we read number four and number five. Five. Which completed it. Yes, except for issue 25, which I don't know what that is. I think it jumped ahead, remember... Image did that back in the day with Young Blood oh, and all that. Yeah, that one, one month they did that. <clears throat> so what? The one that stood out for me is the main title. Like it, I thought it was, I thought it was funny, and it played off of Walking Dead. The Rick Grimes one. Yeah, and the art yeah. was like sweet. I like the weapons that they used. I like that Carl was on like a skateboard and like. Yeah, I like that it was over the top. Everybody has this, like, cyber... Like, they're not... They're all, like, cyborgs. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of ends the... uh, Walking Dead story. I like how... (laughs) Yeah, I like how Negan triggered the... What was, like, a zombie giant? Like, they all, like, like merged together... Yeah, I like the giant zombie monster made up of zombies. That was pretty. And he cut it when he got cut in half.
the the excellence one didn't have a lot of meat on the bone but it was all right because it was talking about like all their magic ancestors yeah that 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 one's probably good if you read the excellence series but i haven't so i didn't know who any of these characters are or anything kind of like the history of a bunch of characters in that universe yeah I read the first few of those and I decided to stop and then I read the third one and I liked it so I went back but mm -hmm. I haven't gone back and finished it so this kind of felt new to me even though I had read the first few issues <laughs> yeah the art in this other one I thought was amazing uh the sea serpent's hair yeah it was really god i loved cool I, I, I loved the visual presentation of this thing yeah <clears throat> yeah i like this one so this is marguerite scott and pablo pablo tunisia is yeah, the, the art. artist <clears throat> the story was a little confusing i thought yeah, it's like cuz she has like a dream about Yeah, she's got this like pet crab, right? Yeah, she has a pet crab and she like dreams about these monsters attacking, but then there's like actual beings like that are contacting her. So it was just it's kind of weird. It was good though. I mean, it read well. Yeah, this one was, I think, direct to trade, though, or we would have bought it. Is that what the... The sea serpent's hair? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll see if the library has it. Let's see if I want to read it. Yeah, I did like the art. I do like Redneck, but I'm not caught up on it, so I, you know, it just felt kind of neutral on it. I did like the, <laughs> I kind of liked it, because it was, it was a guy, like, telling a story from his past when he was a vampire in the 80s. About and drug he into, use. <laughs> yeah, and he, he, yeah, he was a, a junkie, and he ran into Guns N' Roses at a bar. <laughs> oh, was it really Guns N' Roses? How did yeah, you get that? It was clearly Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Because Slash is even like, maybe I should give myself a name, maybe like Stab or something. <laughs> I didn't, and, and I did, Sl I did not catch it. I did not. Slash catch got that. his tra trademark hat from the vampire. <laughs> he took the vampire's <laughs> hat. That was funny. Oh, he did take the hat from Guns <laughs> and Roses guy. I, I didn't catch... Oh, and clearly this guy is uh, the lead singer. Yeah, Axl Rose, yeah. I did not catch this. I did not catch this until you told me. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I think that... Isn't that one guy like Duff or something? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know. I know those three. So that was pretty... Uh, I was entertained. Was yeah. And the Serpents one has me curious... For sure. Yeah, me too. Me too. But more from an artistic standpoint, like I just, I love the way he drew the little girl, and like the 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 creatures and stuff that are there. 
And the just, coloring is kind of like fairy tale. Color is awesome, yeah. Yeah, like a fairy book kind of coloring. Very rich. It was good. And then I like the in uh, number five the six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton mm-hmm. story about a stuntman getting a he gets attacked by a a monkey. <laughs> we haven't read that yet, have we? We re- I know I've read the first issue. Did you buy the trade? I think so. I have to look it up. That's the Kyle Starks, right? I like him. Yeah, I like him a lot too. Yeah, I did get the trade. Yeah, and this was like the monkey comes after him and they're like He's a wild animal. Be careful. And he's like, I can handle this. I fought tigers. And he like flashes back to him killing a tiger. <laughs> this guy's an arrogant asshole. That's for sure. <laughs> that was good. I like that one a lot. Code was an interesting premise. I don't know if anything's come from it. Yeah, I was it's, wondering uh... if they're going to do anything with that. This is a bunch of, like, people that are, like, armored up, and they're in different, like, clans on this world that hate each other. So, yeah, like, warring clans. They're warring clans that have to reunite to unite, take out a yeah. common villain. Yeah. The art was good. Yeah, the, it was Jason Howard art was real good. What did Jason Howard draw? Uh, Astonishing Werewolf Man or Wolfman? I think he did that. Yeah, he might have. He With might have Robert done Kirkman. That and then more recently, he did that. Was it a kaiju book? Big Girls? Was that his? Probably. I Gasolina, I remember buying, but not. I don't remember it reading it at all if this is what this is i remember reading number one did you like it did you buy it i don't remember if i got the i don't think i got the trade of it i think i liked it i just didn't wasn't too into it so it was good in terms of giving you a taste of what skybound is publishing and then flipping walking dead on its ass (laughs) <laughs> yeah and then I, I still like that uh, the whole premise of the Grimes 2000 is that that was his original idea for a zombie story I thought it was what he lied about oh that's right That was in, in other words story. he he went to Valentino and everybody and he says well here's where I'm going to flip it and turn it into an alien sci-fi thing yeah he never had the intent to do that. It's just because they were going to not let him yeah, publish cause, it. Yeah, because he knew if he came to him with a... a it's, it's a, a zombie pitch. People. Yeah, it, it's basically Dawn of the Dead with people walking around and zombies coming after them. That's been done a hundred times. Right. <laughs> but there's, and then there's aliens that come down. And the zombies are actually from aliens. 
Ooh, that sounds exciting. <laughs> I like I like the humor of it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, and the and the the, vi- the visuals with all the technology and stuff were were entertaining. And then, like you said, the nods back to the characters that we know. So yeah, yeah, that was good. Right, what do you want to do next? Uh, jungle. Oh, Jungle Comics? Yes. Yeah, we'll get rid of the anthologies. Let me see where I put them. So I think I read the right ones. I read 7 and 8. I read 7, 8, and 9. Oh, I was going to read 9, but I didn't. Because we did say 7, 8, and 9. Oh, did we? Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I almost read 9, but, but I, I forgot that that was on my list. I can't find it, so I might have to just talk through it. Oh, then we could do seven and eight. Perfect. I'm looking for it. I have I have I have so many Skybound X's because I bought all the covers. Why did you do that? <laughs> I did because it was featuring first appearances of a lot of characters on in the covers. Uh, are they valuable now? Uh. No, but that doesn't mean they won't be. True, when the movie comes out. What did I do with my jungle comics? Go ahead, start talking. So these ones are interesting, at least seven and eight, because they start a couple new, uh, new new stories up. Or I think this one might even have been a one, like a standalone story. Well, one of yeah, one of them was a standalone, but this guy had drawn. The Island of the Bird was a standalone, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's by Scott Brown and Horatio Lalia. Yeah, that was a standalone. So it's about this guy who, he's, got stranded on an island. I think he was like a captive on a ship, or maybe a ship got taken over and he escaped it and ended up on this island. And he spends a he spends a week fishing and cooking fish on the beach and stuff, and then he gets sick of eating fish, so he says, "I'm going to go further into the island and see what kind of food I can find." And he kills a a boar, and he's eating the boar, kicking back and taking a nap, when he hears this giant bird eating the eating his boar. So he plans to kill the kill the bird. And probably eat it, but but then all the other the birds attack and they eat that bird yeah, that he all killed. The kids, all the baby birds come in down and yeah, these are giant birds too. So yeah, these other birds come down and eat. They the, look like the prehistoric bird. type birds. They're crazy looking. Yeah. And really, he was trying to avoid these pirates, but then he kind of like brings the the pirates on the island and says, "Go go in there." Yeah, the pirates arrive and they're like starving, and he's like, "Oh, you know, there's some great birds you can eat over there." <laughs> and they take off, and then he steals their boat. Nice. And then this I don't understand at all. Hidden well, Island Part Two, which we've already had published. Did we read this same story? That this? Yeah, I it's thought the we read Part One. No, we read. Part one and part three have already been in Jungle Comics. 
So I don't know why oh, they're so they, they, th- they threw part two in. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it. I'm going to have to email someone about this. So I'm glad I went with the peeps. Because <laughs> I, I tried the other one, and it tastes yes. like cough medicine to me. Oh, no. It tastes like Vicks Formula 44. <laughs> Does Barf it, says it does, does strawberry? not. But yeah. No, it's Vicks Formula 44 is some kind of like offshoot cherry. But to me, Dr. Pepper already has like, I don't know, this weird flavor. And then even though I love it, it that that tastes like cough medicine. I don't know if I can drink it. I chose the right. You Thank you. I, I chose the right one. <laughs> you picked the right one. I still want to try the. Is there any kind of like a cream soda flavor to it? I don't taste the small smooth cream. I could taste the strawberry and the Dr Pepper. Hmm. But I'm overwhelmed with the. You're thrown off by the peeps, though. I, I don't think so, because I. I it's affecting your taste buds. It could be. I didn't like it. Oh, that's disappointing. I could have another drink of it and like it once I... So so this Hidden Island, we've read one and three, and then they threw two in the middle. That's okay, though, because they don't really... They almost are like standalone stories in Hidden Island to me. It's no, we've this... already read. We've already read part one, part two, and part three, and part four. Well, part wait, four we is one, in the next two... issue. Wait. No, yeah, we read the three. So weird. In in five in six in number in six was Hidden Island Part Three. Yeah. And then in eight, it's Hidden Island Part Three again. Oh wow! So we've read them again. Yeah. Because part two is in seven and in five. And you can physically see it's the exact same thing? I I didn't compare, but I believe it's the same. Do you have five with you? Uh, I can find it. I'm curious as hell now. Let's Let's look. I need to resort this box, though. You can talk about the next story, though. That was good. I like the next story. I can't find the, my jungle comics. Well, hidden comics. This this one here. It, it's basically you have you have a pilot, you have a doctor, you have a guy that's sort of like the macho guy that everybody follows, and this guy's a good swimmer. And uh, he goes underwater to find ammunition on the plane and bring it back. And he successfully brings back at least two cases before he's attacked by a giant alligator. Yeah. And I could have, rem- I, I think I do remember reading this because I remember him swimming for sure. Yeah, I remember the alligator. That's just an odd thing to do. It is. And. We did have this happen in uh, exciting comics. Was it 
but but they added additional pages so but in this one i I don't think it was additional pages oh jungle comics okay i found them well i was gonna give up okay and you probably pulled a muscle stretching it sounds like (laughs) i trouble sitting down (laughs) let's see hidden island part two hidden island part two okay i'm gonna compare oh man number five was awesome remember that kid with the giant spider it was oh yeah the bird spider right (laughs) that was great i loved that one okay here we go i found it let's i'm gonna go page by page See what the difference is. Page one. It's the same. Exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Page two. Is the same. Page three. is the same. Page four. Guess what? It's the same. Same. Page five is the page same. Page five is the same. And page six is the same. Page six is the same. Wow. I'm going to write to... Who does this? Ben Dunn? Yeah, but I want to see who the editor is. See they list Dunn him. and say, why are you putting the same stories in these comics? I would like a dollar back, please. <laughs> This Zan one is awesome, but but I had I had one more comment on the first story. Yes. Did you? This guy who draws it, it's uh, Horatio Lala. Do you think he has a Richard Corbin type look to his art? No. Nope. Look, no. No. Nope. I mean, if you look at page one, look at the guy on the beach. God, I think he looks like Richard Corbin. Wait, what are you talking about? Hidden Island? No, Island of the Bird. Oh, the first one. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, Hidden Island does not look like Richard Corbin. No, I'm I'm talking about... Uh... His pencils... He looks heavily influenced by Richard Corbin. Yeah, he might be. I could see a little influence, but yeah, I did like the art in in that one. I like Hidden Island. Uh, It's kind of like Lost. Like the whole the whole idea of Hidden Island Mm -hmm. is a bunch of people crash there, and there's a bunch of different time frames because it's the bermuda triangle like this is where shit goes to vanish so there's a lot of things out of time dinosaurs and zan of the jungle is by far my favorite though this is that was great (laughs) it was great great. this story is so cool because this guy's taking this this guy that's cataloging plants and stuff along this uh riverboat and he really likes the girl that's with him so much that he pulls the moves on her and gets smacked in the face but uh he's setting 
I, I, well, I don't, I, I don't know how, fa how far you are. Um, what do you mean? I, I don't know how far I can talk about it because I think I read one more oh, than you yeah, did. Oh, yeah, I didn't read I didn't read nine yet. Yeah, I read up to, let's see what happened at, at the end of eight. So there's this drug that sort of possesses people. Um, yeah, the, the locals are using... Yeah, and it plays a big part in the story, like the entire time that they talk about this drug. But uh, she gets attacked by one of the locals and then rescued by the guy that tried to rape her, essentially. He, yeah, he's a, he's a little aggressive with his... Uh... That's the drug. It's called Ketish. Like... Yeah. <laughs> it was funny, the... Uh... So the one guy goes crazy on the boat because of it, and then the 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 team or the main guy is like, or, or was it the the captain? I don't remember. Anyway, they're like, all right, all of you workers on the boat, empty your pockets. We want to make sure none of you have the drug. And then one guy's like, you'll never take my drugs, and he don't, dives into the water. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, he's very, he's addicted. You'll never take and my drugs, got, but the the alligators take get care of them. <laughs> <laughs> the art in this is very like European. Yeah, I like, the, this story is really interesting, and it gets better because I, I I almost I I almost wanted to tell you, Bill, we should just finish it, like just read the rest of it because I got captivated. The... I got captivated in this story. Like it really, yeah, I really wanted, really I really wanted to know what happens in here because this guy is Don. His name is Donald Moore. He looks like he's, yeah. you know, uh native American, but he's drawn more like a native. Well, he look, he's got an, a, like a, Donald Moore, you you don't think is a Native American name, but he he does look like a Native American the way he's drawn and colored. Mm. And he yeah. he sort yeah. of uh, he starts this fire in this issue, so he could draw on this. Uh, <clears throat> he's signaling the. He's signaling this uh, group of uh, natives because he right. knows the queen. And uh, he's really setting up the group that he's with is what's happening. Yeah, he's double-crossing them. I, po I posted these these covers on Twitter, and Elon Musk mm -hmm. uh, said they're too nasty and filtered them. <laughs> Which, Which I covers? Found the Jungle Comics. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And it's so weird because you could see pretty much porn on on Twitter, so I don't understand. Yeah, that is... Yeah, I've seen titties on there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've seen more than titties. <laughs> <laughs> and these girls are... number Like what? Like number seven? Well, I posted all three of them together. And I don't know if it's because in number nine... Must be number nine. He's stabbing an ape, or, or it could be because there's a woman bound... Oh, that's number eight it. has a tiger. I don't know what it, why their algorithm would have caught that. I don't know. Weird. 
Very strange. Hey, for this Zan of the Jungle, I wonder, I think it might be like an Italian comic that was in black and white and then they colored it for this maybe? Because if you look yeah. at the creators, it's like Giuseppe Pedrali and Roberto Renzi and then colors by Lonnie Webb. So I wonder if this was like originally black and white and then they this is a colored version of it. Could be. But the art is... Even the art, the art and story feels very Italian. I don't have much experience with Italian or yeah. I, I mean, so I've read some humanoids and some publishers read, like Magnetic, but you read that vampire, the cowboy vampire story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is really good. I liked it a lot. Number eight features a, a story by uh, Fauna. This this I find fascinating, though, is the art and stories by F. Newton Bircham. Bircham and if yeah. you look at this guy's art, it's real sexy in this uh, depiction. But if you look mm -hmm. at the next issue, he draws it like cherry Pop-Tart type art in number nine. And it's the same guy drawing it, so like he could do he could do like different a styles. Car, a cartoony style, and then also a sexy style. And I I found that fascinating. And the stories he wrote are like light and day, like this fauna of the. I think we've seen fauna before. She looks familiar. Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, I got to start taking better notes on this anthologies, but. <clears throat> Fauna, you know, is on a prehistoric island and she's sort of being hunted by dinosaurs and she uses one dinosaur to sort of feed the T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> she feeds him a pterodactyl. Oh, I, I, I do want to point out a line in here that I just th thought was fan fantastic. Um, it's on the third page. And she says, somewhere in the savage land that time forgot, a place some known as Krakelazina, a world ruled by fierce and abundant Frazettasaurs. I, I, I thought that was so awesome because there are a few scenes, especially if we turn to when the pterodactyl has her. Mm -hmm. And then we, if we turn to the last page of the comic that takes it from the backside, he has a Frazetta type style to his his depiction of especially yeah. women's backsides <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and some of those pages it's weird, like the first couple of pages are like weird, like bad Blur resolution. Blurry, yeah. But then like then then once you get into it though, like some of those pages are like way more highly rendered and really good art. Yeah. So it's weird, yeah. A lot of splash pages in this story. I I think his art is fantastic, especially yeah. the the scene at the end with her facing the saber tooth tiger and the girl riding the t saber tooth tiger. Yeah, that's. I I cool. love that page, and I love the page where the pterodactyl ha is carrying her before the T Rex oh, gets yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god, that looks the, great. That one looks like a classic. Frazetta. Frazetta, yeah. But so does the one, too, on the page prior. 
That's why I said every time he draws her like from the back, it looks very <laughs> Frazetta looking. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I like that one. And then we get another hidden island, which I think you said was already. Yeah, we already saw. We already saw again. Yeah, that's where the plane. They're get, they're getting hunted by velociraptors, and then a, a World War II plane comes out of the sky and shoots the velociraptors. And then it a plane drops salt on the island there. <laughs> like this line, I I believe we are on some kind of time lost island. <laughs> <laughs> Lost Island. Yeah, good. Yeah. the jungle. Yeah, there's no... I was just curious if my database had a Zan of the jungle, and there's nothing. There's a Zandor the Savage. But I, I that was a Kickstarter <clears throat> that I supported. I think... Oh, this is an awesome one, because the girl decides to go... Uh, swimming in, or bathing on the lake and she's attacked by a tiger. That's in nine? Oh, this is an eight. This is the Zan, the Zan of the Jungle. Oh, yeah. She is goes swimming and is attacked by a tiger. And I, I like how they betray That's it right. because <clears throat> when she talks when she's fighting the tiger, the tiger's just growling. But Zan can actually talk to the tiger. <coughs> yeah, that's where we get our first look at Zan. The first appearance of Zan. Yeah, he talks to it. And then he kicks its ass. <laughs> You'll pay for that. I will take your head off with my claws. And he's a he's got a chimp that named Taki Taki or whatever. And he asked the the ape to uh, follow the the trio into the the woods. And that's when they're attacked by the natives. Yeah, that's when he signals the natives. That was good. Yeah, that's a really good story. I like it. And then nine, I'm not going to talk about, but it, <laughs> we, we have a cave babe drawn by the same guy. Well, is it the same guy? Yeah, same guy as which? Oh, as the, uh, uh, as the first one. Let me see. As Fauna? Fauna, Fauna is done by F. Newton Bertram. Bertram. And yeah, F. Newton Bircham. He does this thing called Cave Babe. Um, very meant to be a, a sexual comedy, but it's incredible. Like I, I think it's amazing. And then we get wonder, another. Were these Kickstarters maybe? Uh, I don't think so, because this was just a one shot. Like it's not even enough pages to be a Kickstarter. There's one, two, three. Might have been an anthology. Four, five, six. it's only six pages. Yeah. 
I wonder. I was wondering if it was. And then like... another hidden island in in Zan of the Jungle, which I liked it a lot. Should be a new hidden island finally. <laughs> yeah. This was. It was. I... There was I... a Kickstarter for Fauna the Jungle Girl number one. Well, there you go. I had a feeling. I wonder if I have it. <laughs> Looks fantastic. Well, there's a Fauna the Jungle Girl by Butch Burcham in 1990 from Comax. So Fauna does exist. There's actually two issues of... There's another one from Comax. Interesting. I want to add those to my list. Oh, man. One of, another one of his Kickstarters was Hercules Unchained. Oh, really? Wonderful to see that. <clears throat> That's a DC comic. Hercules Unchained. Interesting. So I got to write that down. Jungle Comics. Let's take a look at this. Seven through seven and eight because you failed to read the notes. <laughs> I did. But I, I did. I, I did that last time with Spawn. Remember? <clears throat> I even pulled it, but for some reason I, I was like, it wasn't on the list, so I won't read it. Well, the next Jungle comic is really interesting because that does come from a, a Kickstarter I've read, Primal. Oh, the first started Primal? Yeah, starts Primal. Good stuff. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I love me some Jungle comics. I was going to give it a 5 out of 5, but I, I'm going to change my mind now that you tell me he put the same issues. That yeah, That's, like, a, that's like that's like an editor fault. That means a third of the issue I've read twice. <laughs> yes, and not realized it. And not realized it, yeah. So what yeah, do I realized it because I remembered the diving underwater or whatever. I'm like, I think I read this. What do we want to do? What do we want to do next? Let's do Junkyard Joe. Where did I put this shit? I, I'm losing <laughs> books left and right. This is published by Mad Ghost Comics. This one I gave a 5 out of 5. I like this one a lot. I gave it... I don't know. But I'm a war comics guy, so... Let's pull, let me pull Man, up my I review here. I do not here. know what I did with these comics. I gave it a 5 out of 5. This is some good shit. So this was, I mean, please, Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. So Yeah, there you go. What are you going to do? I can't believe I can't find anything. This is incredible. <laughs> I, put I am aside... totally prepared. 
I put I aside read. all of them, and now I can't, like, find what I did with them. It's incredible. Oh, there they are. Okay, I have it. And this starts in my favorite war to read about, Vietnam. My favorite is World War II. 1972. <clears throat> Vietnam does make for some interesting uh, stories. Stories mm. for sure. sure. Yeah. Because there's not a clear cut. I mean. Yeah, it's such a weird war. It's such a weird war. To begin with. And how. Yeah. I guess. I was going to say how it changed society, but I guess all the wars did that. <laughs> So you know what I think this is? Is I think this is a GI robot story for DC Comics that Jeff Johns never got to do. And he says, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do this on my own. Because it reads like a GI robot. And I, I, I thought it was fantastic how it introduced you know, the entire cast yeah. of, of soldiers that are on this mission. And it, it shows like crazy violence too, because they're you know walking through the woods there, and the guy gets like shot in the face, and the sergeant yells, "Take cover!" Take cover. I said, "Get down, goddammit!" And they're all getting shot. And then somebody's coming with a grenade, a, a Viet Cong, and he's gonna drop the bomb, but that's when GI Ro oh, uh, Junkyard Joe actually takes the guy and takes the bomb and protects yeah. the, the crew. Yeah. Lays on top of him in the water. Yeah. God, he draws a good... God, I would love to see this team on Sergeant Rock. It would be so awesome. Yeah, he'd, uh, he'd, his art style works really well for this environment. It is so the good. Jungle. Yeah. He draws jungles real well. Yeah, and I liked how the story jump between the action and then you got to kind of meet the characters more in depth. Like it opens with them like writing to home and stuff. And the one guy hoping he gets a letter and stuff. Yeah. And Junkyard Joe doesn't say a word like for most of the issue. Yeah. Cause at first they, they just thought he was a regular person, right? He just didn't say anything. And as they but run then into... once he once he got once he got blown once the bomb went off his skin all blew off so he's clearly a robot. <laughs> right. And there's a scene where the Viet Cong like strapped all this bomb stuff onto an ox and then the ox came down the path and it like blew the shit out of a lot of the soldiers and trees fell and landed on the GI robot and or junkyard Joe. The Sarge gets shot. A lot of these guys get shot, yeah, and he hell. he does rescue the one the one guy that's left. Mhm. Mm God, I love this book. This is so good, and I I, I even like the back matter, where they took pictures of like the veterans from. 
Oh, the fam- veterans the of the creators. Teams. Yeah. 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 And it had a interesting ending too, I thought. So yeah, it was really well done. Did you notice Gary Frank's interpretation of the guy that's the medic? It looked like Mash. It it reminded me of Alan Alda. Like at the end? Yeah. The guy that's treating the soldier that did survive. Yeah, it does look a little like him. <laughs> that might have been what he used as a model. Yeah, this is a this is a great comic. This is one this one in uh what is it, Chroma or Krona? Is it yeah, Chroma? Chroma, yeah, Chroma. Yeah, that's the the one I wanna go to the storage unit and pick up the rest of of Junkyard yeah. Joe and just and Junkyard Joe it. will be interesting because it looks like the next issue is after the war. Yeah. So see what happens to Junkyard Joe. But yeah, man, that art is so good. Could jump to oh, night want... nightclub. Sure. This is Mark Millar and Juanen Ramirez. Yes. This is, this is like a... an interesting premise. I I liked it. I liked the art a lot. Mm-hmm. These kids, I I couldn't relate to because they seem to be like kids that have no direction and they're more into like I want to get lots of views for social media kind of yeah, context. Yeah, it opens with one of the kids doing like bark bike tricks on a rooftop for YouTube views <laughs> and it goes poorly. <laughs> well, he, he basic almost, he basically he almost, almost kills himself. He breaks his neck and fractures his spine. Back, yeah. But then he's rescued by a vampire. Ooh. Who... Well, he takes him to the hospital. He's, he seems like the, the the vampire guy wears a luchador mask. And he bites him and he's a detective. And he says, well, I did it to, to sort of save your life kind of thing. Yeah, it and, seems uh, like he goes around finding people who are basically going to die or whose lives are going to be horrible. And turns them so that they'll... As his army... Yeah. And that's how this this kid wakes up and he's healed. Like he's his his neck and everything are are back and he tells his friends and he he convinces his friends that well first he, the uh the cop vampire like kind of trains him and teaches him how to use his powers. Yeah. But then yeah, then he then he of course the first thing the kid does is go show off to his friends. <laughs> And they're freaked out at first, and the bigger friend, he's he's like, they get picked on at school. There's there's yeah. like bullies and stuff, and there's a girl and a bigger friend, and um, <clears throat> the kid says, you know, I don't want to get bit. I don't want to be immortal. I don't want to have these powers. That's a vampire. I won't be able to go out in day. Mm. And the girl starts to think about it, and it's like, I got nothing else going on. What? Go ahead and bite me. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I, I guess because she got bit, 
the the bigger kid decides to get yeah, bit. gave him yeah peer pressure <laughs> and they, like, they ask... two best friends are vampires so <laughs> <laughs> might as well do it too so then they have they have these special abilities and they, they don't necessarily know how to use any of the abilities so he's trying to train them on the fly and on in one case in moving traffic jumping from car to car yeah they they aren't shy about hiding the fact that they're have powers <laughs> And it seems like these masks, whatever they are, shield them from sunlight, I guess. Yeah, they're totally covered, so uh, the sun can't get to them. Which makes sense. I mean, if, if you're a vampire, you can't go out in the sun, why not just wear a costume that covers your entire body? Entire body. <laughs> and then they go back to the school to show up the bullies basically yeah with their powers which i have a feeling all this is going to come back to haunt them the way they're flaunting their powers and the other right the detective that bit the one kid sort of mind wiped the parents because they're like well how do you go back home and you went from like having all these major injuries to you know not having any injuries at all and walking out of the hospital well, he sort of mind wiped everybody in the hospital and the parents, so they don't remember like how he was injured or he was just there yeah, for they a thought, day. Yeah, they just remember that he he was had minor injuries. Sounds cool. I look forward to seeing what the cops gonna do about these bratty kids who are being reckless with their powers. Yeah, he's gonna kick their ass. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Love Everlasting by Tom King and Elisa oh. Charitier. Is that how you say her name? I don't know. It's French. <laughs> Charitier. Sure. I don't know how to say it. I took French. I should know. I'm trying to find it right now. I forgot to grab it. Damn it! Now this, I'm the one. This one has this up. one has uh, five issues out, I think. Um, and I've read every single one of them. I was not blown away by issue number one. I I read I I, I think I was kind of in your boat, and then because I read it as a as a yeah, whole as a whole, which and I could I could see where he's going with it, but. Yeah, it, it, I wasn't sold, let's just say that. I thought, being a fan of romance comics, I thought he did a fantastic job of dialogue and uh, mm-hmm. pacing of any kind of romance comic I've I've written. And this is sort of like a girl that goes to the big city and uh, she has no job and her friend has a job and she's she falls for the guy that she works for who she's her her roommate is dating and um yeah she her roommate eventually gets her a job working for this guy and she totally falls for him and he falls for her they they have a kiss while they're still dating and she doesn't seem to care though because she's dating somebody else (laughs) or she's dating many people and uh they kind of confront each other at, at, 
at the very end of that. And then it switches to like one last kiss where you do a a time jump. And now you're in like hippie days in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And she falls for a, kind of like a guy that's trying to find his way in the musical world. And she's got a rich father. And I, I think this guy does too. But he doesn't like people to know about it. And then it cuts to the West, where she falls for a cowboy. And in the second story, she starts to remember like the previous storyline, right? Yeah. And this as they cow- go on, this starts- cow this cowboy in the mask plays a ongoing role throughout the series, though. Mm-hmm. So this guy's key. But I, I, God, I think it's so masterful. And I, God, I don't know. It's like with any Tom King book, the more and more you read, the more and more you, you enjoy it. Because you start seeing all the pieces and the parts and what he's doing. And, right. Yeah, the stuff he's yeah. set up early on. I loved it. I gave it a five out of five. And uh, I'm all caught up on this book and. I couldn't stop reading it once I got let's see which issue is the one that really like brought me in I I don't know if it was the third or the fourth it was the World War one story and I can't remember which one hmm. it might have been number four that's so good number five gets really interesting like in terms of moving the story through Mm -hmm. I think it was number four that really captivated me like but I liked them all I thought they were all great and a lot of times you're like scratching your head is she not the only one that's being reincarnated because you start to see like familiar faces and I don't I don't know if it's because yeah. the way she's rendering her artwork but they're the men are sometimes the same rendered the same yeah. yeah and I don't know the answer yet yeah. I know she's the same character but I don't know if some of the men are as well but yeah it's it was it was really really good does it follow like the same stories in each no, issue, or are they different? Thing, ones? Things change because she starts realizing more. So yeah. it's like she can't. I think she starts realizing that she can't find love. So she like will find in love and then try to distance herself from it in certain areas, especially in that World War One story, because there's there's a soldier that keeps going back to this bar. And he keeps meeting her because she's like a French singer, you know, like at at the bar mm-hmm. on the front lines. So um, she doesn't want to detach to the soldiers. Be- she actually sleeps around, if you ask me, with, with the soldiers and stuff. But she doesn't want to attach herself to any one soldier. But there's this one soldier <clears throat> who comes totally in love with her. And he comes with a group of like five guys. 
and every time he comes back they come back in a smaller group because they lose members to war because <coughs> you got to remember world war one was all fought in the trenches and they were just moving meters right but uh it, it is an amazing story like i was like wow cool yeah yeah i wasn't really into the first issue but maybe i'll check it out from the library when the whole thing comes out no you need to buy it what are you talking about Let's see if i enjoy it and so I... you gave this a three out of five or a four out yeah of three five? out of five wow i like the art i'm a fan of hers i don't know it just didn't blow me away god I think I'd rather just read a romance comic. Oh, you hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe maybe I I would like the whole package better. Maybe it will will win me over when I get to issue four or whatever. The other one we have has love in the title, too. It's called Love Sick. Uh, Yeah, this is more of a traditional romance comic. (laughs) <laughs> Luana Vecchio so this is also an overseas comic that's adapted uh, English adaption by Edward Chow um, mm-hmm. Luana Vecchio does the story and the art and this is another like dark dark web type red room incel red room type story but more of a it's not as well plotted or thought out as red room in my opinion red room has so many different facets to it that yeah it's a different book it, than it's red a room. totally different book where this one's more like zoomed in on one character called domino right and it focuses on her and her making money and slaves. And she yeah, has a bunch a... of girls that work for her. And she tortures men yeah, that are, are willing to sort of die for her in most cases. But there's also an incel that, that plays a part in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it even gets darker and darker as as the series goes on. So she'll massacre these people and i like the guy the guys like in the chat rooms are like on waiting lists to get get to get killed yeah Yeah. they know they'd get killed and and it gets there's an incel group where one of the guys loses his brother and then they come after domino and uh that's like one issue where they sort of just beat the hell out of her and get revenge and then there's other stuff that happens you you actually learn about this guy with the pig the pig on his head that she keeps seeing and then you kind of learn how she became this character since she was little you know she was she was basically a teenager when all all of this came into fruition and this guy made her popular but what you find out what 
they do with the bodies, it's like, what the hell is going on? It's, it gets darker and darker with each issue. So for if you're, but it seems to be a, there's a lot of horror, horror movies now that deal with uh, the dark web and also sure. with cannibalism. And this is sort of delving into that, that world of both. I gave this one was interesting too because I've read four issues of this, three of which I which I've read before in digital format, because it was released digitally many years ago, but it never continued. It was weird. Comicsology only printed out the first oh, really? three, three. Oh yeah, that's what it says. And then the fourth one he came out with in print. So it's that's it's a she. <clears throat> she. Okay, so she came out within print because of the success of that other book. She oh, says Bolero, yeah. Bolero was successful that she thought she could just take this one to um to image and and she did. Bolero is very different from this one though. Um I I think. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot different. That's a, when was Red Room published. I'm just curious which came first. Uh Love Sick came first. Yeah, on Comicsology. Yeah. But it never finished. Okay. She got a lot of praise for her artistic representation in the digital comic. At least that's what she said in the back matter. Yeah. That uh and she she was like, can I find can I even find a publisher that'll let me put this content out? <laughs> like she didn't think that Image would allow it because it's it yeah, hits like some really dark so dark yeah. themes, um, in terms of like torture and all kinds of grossness to it bondage all kinds of craziness but um i like this in the back matter it says at one point i felt like i needed to watch more and more gore content to understand the disturbing side of online entertainment industry then somebody needed to understand how far humanity can go and video after video it dawned on me that there simply was no limit <laughs> yeah frightening you get stuck in that world if you remember in red room um, the one character that was the hacker that came up with the red rooms to begin with that allow them the technology and then the FBI is he, is he or the whatever. Wait, no, this is the guy that they blackmailed to oh, the, try to yeah. track him down. The guy who went to jail. Yeah. yeah. The guy that went to jail and then they, yeah. he had that girlfriend and do you remember the girlfriend got sucked into that world? Yeah, she, she did. She got sucked yeah. in. I think that's what she's saying. She got sucked into the world. So it's, it's a, a pretty fascinating, dangerous path, uh, yeah. a dangerous path to go down. Yeah, you can desensitize yourself quickly to things. Yeah. If you're not careful. Well, I mean, to go back to the religion thing, I think there's people who go down bad paths yeah and then end up uh 
desensitizing themselves to what what's actually acceptable and what's not acceptable and justifying things mm-hmm. because they get in a, a state where aberrant behavior becomes normal normalized yeah trying to go back to our messages to see what else we covered oh revolvers yeah revolvers revolvers this one i like this this one one. i did like the least um yeah me too i i liked it more when it was more of a detective working in detroit because i find that like the whole detroit city collapsing type thing and people moving out and all that stuff fascinating because that was like the premise for the barbarian movie and i just like oh god that's like fascinating to me so i was really into that and then it kind of gets into this supernatural uh, element and i i was having trouble understanding it when i was uh in my 20s we went to uh me and some friends went to a I can't remember. Was a, I can't remember who I went. I think I went with a band, Los Crudos, for those who care, and because they were playing at this show at a house in Detroit, and it was that was my first time going to Detroit. Well, I've driven past Detroit before, but yeah. I've never gone into like. And this was just like in a suburban neighborhood, but like all, it's so weird because you drive down the street and all the houses are like boarded up. And yeah. It's just like, it was once this, you know just a normal suburban area and now yeah. it's just like everything's shut down so it was it was like a totally weird experience <laughs> you, you need to watch barbarian you really do you need to track that horror movie down and watch it from the library yeah, it's really good make a note of that it has to do with that um <clears throat> this this so so I, the first part of the story, I was like, I, I really dig this. The second part of the story, I got kind of lost. So I do want to see where it goes. I find it interesting to be a Top Cow book. It It's like Top Cow isn't publishing much these days, and this is one that's that's out. I think it might be their only book that's currently out. Hmm. There's no Witchblade. There's no darkness there's no i mean he's working at dc right now and we have this book and this yeah, is like I was a, looking at my, a current I was looking western at my for this book <clears throat> and yeah I, I think i felt the same way as you where it was like a normal like I, what do i wrote i wrote so cop shoots bad guy he ends up in hospital dead bad guy visits him and then they go to hell to fight demons question mark <laughs> <laughs> so I got I got confused at the ending. Yeah. When all this, when they went from Detroit to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. The moratorium. I I I hate when I I guess I I don't like when a story like I'm I'm like digging it and digging it and then it like goes the other like a totally different direction like. In this case, I, I wanted the more grounded um, Detroit area kind of cop, cop detective kind of thing going on, and then it got weird, and then, uh, and it lost like lost me. 
Yeah, I think that happened to me as well. So I I, get, I gave this one the lowest grade of the bat this batch of books, which was a three out of five. Yeah, and, I gave it a three out of five. Which you you gave the Tom King one that not that really surprises me, but <laughs> um, I don't think you like romance comics as much as I do. <laughs> I like romance comics. No, you would have given it a higher rate if you loved that was romance just, comics. That was just mocking romance comics. I do not think that at all. <laughs> not mocking. That was a this, 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 this is this is he was like, having fun with romance comics. This is him putting a Hawkman theme. In a Groundhog Day, in in my opinion, theme that goes throughout history with the romance genre, and I think it's he did a fantastic. I think it's Groundhog Day job. or more like meta. I don't think it's meta. I think it's more like she really is going through these decades of not finding love. Because of a, what what I think is this cowboy with the they never show his face, but he's got so some this kind like of supernatural power. He he's has. got this. He wore, he's the one that wears the bandana over his mouth. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I, ah, I I I really I I thought that was my top read for sure. And Jungle Comics, those were the those were the ones that. Like Jungle Comics, I'm just, I, I'm just amazed by their anthologies in general because I can't. Yeah, they find like, some good stuff for sure. I, I don't know where he comes up with these, but they're whatever genre he picks, he just does a. They do a good job editing, putting these stories together, and um, I know Primal's good, so I. Because I I've read it. That was that was a Kickstarter I'm still supporting. So uh, I know he's gonna be chunking like three issues across across one issue. So you're gonna get these little snippets now. But right. Right. there there are two Jungle comics I really like. By the is I think his name is Eric Nelson. Um, Primal and Anna of the Jungle and I I follow them. All the time. So when I know a Kickstarter's coming out, I anytime there's a Jungle Girl, I'm like I'm jumping on them. Like I just I just get it. I don't know if it'll be printed in Jungle Comics, but one could hope, I guess. Yeah, it's very possible. I know Kirk doesn't like him because he never got his uh, (laughs) primal number one. All right. I, I, I don't Weird. I, I might not have either, but um uh I had heard I was part he, Kirk's not part of Facebook. For whatever reason he, he hates it. Mm-hmm. And I said just make an account, go on this primal cause he's answering people. Like yeah, you, you, don't can, post you, anything. you can talk you can direct message him in this group. And I said okay. just just go do it. Because I, I I saw in the group that people were getting their primals, and I waited six months, and I never got it. Mm-hmm. So I I wrote him in there and said, you know, I bought this on this date, and I, I got this tier, 
and I never received it. And it seems like everybody's getting their books. And he says, okay, I'm sending you your book. And, and I got my book. And I told Kirk, just open a damn account. Yeah, and message him, yeah. Whatever, whatever he hates about Facebook, he just refuses. Even... And there, there's like, there's things that I know that, that Kirk would like on Facebook. Like, even if he just joined sure. and he followed like the Golden Age thread and Eric Larson and, you know, just a couple of threads. There, there are some really good stuff. Even if you like Rob Liefeld, you could follow that extreme whatever group. But there are some good groups. And I, I really like the Golden Age one because, man, I, I just realized, you know, I think I have a, a good collection. There, there are some badass collectors that just fucking kick my ass and make me look like shit <laughs> because they they have money like yeah. these they have books that are you know ten thousands dollars you know they're not right. just hundred or a thousand they're they're books that are huge and they're like, oh, they they do that all the time. They're just posting these books all the time, and I, I like following them because of that. Because I'm like, wow, I didn't even know this existed. Plus, I learn a lot. Like I, a lot of yeah, times I find a, a lot of times I find a cover, and it's like I didn't know that existed. Like Kirk posted, um, he sometimes IMs me if he knows that he's gonna like that I have an itch for something like. He posted this thing called Ordinary Man, and I was like, you know, what, what's up with this? But then he, in the second picture, it has an Eric Larson card in it, like it's a bagged edition, and that's what he was like, Mike, look, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man. What? So I was like, what is this? So I went and looked at Ordinary Man. I I went to my comic shop, which is my first place to look, and they mm. had none in stock. So, you know, I, I started looking online, and Eric Larson didn't do any of the comic, but he did do a, a collector's card that was in the bagged edition. Um. So, yeah, I, I like finding out stuff. And, and sometimes creators, like, that I follow, like, I haven't went out of my way to follow a lot of creators, but Eric Larson and... Jimmy Robinson and a couple of like Peepoy, I I talked to on Facebook, so it's sort of worthwhile just for the few that I talked to. Robert Atkins, you know. Yeah, I mean I can understand if people don't want to. I don't know. It's like, but he's on. I can understand people not wanting to join these social media. Th- places because you know they're collecting your data or whatever but if you're if you join one of them what's like what's the difference between joining twitter and joining facebook yeah or instagram yeah they're all owned by collecting your data (laughs) (laughs) right they all sell your data i mean even doing a search on google they're selling your data like every everyone every website you go to they're selling your data (laughs) yeah (laughs) right yeah and it's up to you to determine how you're going to use, like you, like you said, you can just join Facebook, join a couple of groups, and just look at that, and not even you don't have to post except for on those groups. So nothing public, you know, nothing public. Yeah. 
So it's up to you how you, or just use it to message creators you like or follow them or whatever. I know some people hate a service or one service or the other. <laughs> but I just wanted him to join, and I said, cancel your account and just tell well, you him. You join. Yeah, join that group and then. Yeah, and then do. get your comic and then leave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that that worked for me. You know, I've I've gotten every single thing since then, since that first issue, which was. That was that was a long time waiting. Um, so did you guys message him on like Kickstarter itself? Did that not work? That didn't work for yeah. either of us, I think. And then I, I I found the group on Facebook and I saw that people were active. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't just a dead site. Right. Uh, I, and I I am'd him there, and sure enough. Uh, he said, oh, I'm sorry, I apologize, I'm going to... And I don't even know if it was Eric that I was talking to because it was just um, Primal, you know what I mean? It was the website, whoever was posting, yeah. it was coming could've across been. as Primal. It could have been an editor, it could have been anybody. Yeah. And uh, whoever it was Publisher. on the other end, they, they made sure I got a copy. And they followed up, too. Like, they said it shipped on this, do you know make sure you let me know when I get it. They weren't like being an asshole about it or anything like inconvenience. They were, they were yeah. concerned. I didn't get my copy and I, so, but it's so weird that they only became concerned when you, yeah, you messaged yeah. them. Like they weren't concerned. I went to the, the right place. <laughs> well, I went to the right place, I guess, where they yeah. were active, but you shouldn't they have to do that. You though. shouldn't have to, you should just go to Kickstarter. Um, it seems like they just kept there's bad still, records. There's still a lot of Kickstarters. I, I don't, there, there was one I invested in uh, because of um, Nick. Nick uh, from Wetmore. Yeah. Um, he went to a con and he, he, he found uh, Dan. I think his name was Dan Cooley. Or Coo oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's yeah. art was amazing because you know how I am with the Roaring Twenties girls. And yeah, I'm like, flappers. oh, the flappers. I'm like, oh, my God. And this guy drew flappers, you mm -hmm. know, girls with Tommy guns and all this shit. And I was like, oh, my God. I saw this guy at a con, and I was like, wow. And and he put a Kickstarter. Like, Nick turned me on to the Kickstarter. And mm -hmm. I subscribed to this thing, and I spent, I spent a lot because I wanted the first volume, and I wanted the second thing that he was doing. And he still hasn't come out with it. And oh, it's like, hasn't come out? Yeah, I know he's a full-time teacher, but he's one of those guys that makes excuses. Like, I don't like the fact that, like, when my Kickstarter goes out, it, I'll pretty much be done. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I'm, like, not... I'm not going to, like, say it's – I'm going to fund You're it not, and like, then get – I have an idea for a comic. I'm going to do yeah. a Kickstarter, and then I'll do the comic. Like, I, I – I know I need to letter this thing or get somebody to letter. I, I was thinking of talking to Micah Myers and uh, just biting the bullet and saying this is <clears> – what <throat> what kind of format do you give him the data in? Did did you give it in TIFF or did you give it in yet. JPEG? I, think, I don't remember. What was I, it a I TIFF? I asked him what he wanted it in. I think it might have been TIFF. Everything I have is a TIFF. Yeah, I think that's um, 
probably what it was. And I, I I'm only have tiffs because that's what Zach Bassett does. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's what he gave you. So I have yeah. all these tiffs, and I I kind of want to just tell him like what I want to do because I know artistically he did like some liberties where I don't want to lose something because I have letters over it. Right. So I have oh, to, yeah, 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 yeah. I have to like position it and I know I have to, I have to do things on my own before I can tell him to do something because I, I know I'm going to have to reduce the text. Right. Because I can't put all the text that I want it, yeah, it won't because fit. it won't yeah. fit. Um, so I have to like go through this truncation time where I, I truncate some of the text and I, I would like him to put special effects in certain places, you know, like if he could. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I really got to get on that. I, I just got to do it. I'm getting too old and I need to get it done and I need to, I need to get some kind of, uh, logo done and somebody to finish color. I have a colorist, so I'm not worried too much about, I don't know if I'm going to color the interiors. Um, I guess I would color the book before I letter it. I think is the best bet. Don't you? Uh, gosh, I don't know. I don't know the process. I'm trying to find, I'm looking for, I'm trying to find my lettered pages. Let's see what format they're in. Yeah, I'd say lettering is probably the last... Last thing, right? Last step. But yeah, I gotta I got get get on that. I I love taking time off work. You wouldn't believe it. Like, <laughs> I had my... Uh, right, here we go. Look at my, my yearly appraisal. Yeah, they're TIFF. Yeah. So I have, I have the lettered pages that... Or tiffs as well. Yeah, I had my letter, letter, uh, my my appraisal thing, and you know, I was I was talking to him, and I was like, I know the contract ends here, and if it gets extended beyond this point, I really would like to think about working part time. And uh, mm-hmm. my boss was saying, Yeah, I I don't blame you. He said. I would, I would, he, well, he said, I would a hundred percent if I, if I didn't have kids, I would a hundred percent go half time. Yeah. Like he said, I, cause there's stuff I want to do and, you know, and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly yeah, it would what free, it free up so much time. Free up so much time. So would you do like work like. I don't know, three days a week or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd work over 20, but I would be like a reduction to like, uh, I'd work like a 20, 30, depending on the week. Yeah. But, um, I think, I think with the policy, you could work half time or more and get benefit, which is the real incentive. I mean, right, that's yeah. <clears throat> healthcare, right? Yeah. That's a huge so, benefit. Yeah, so if every go, everything goes according to plan, by the year 2025, I'll be part-time. Nice. But things could get worse, and I could get laid off, but that would also have a huge benefit in, <laughs> as well. <laughs> so that's either way. Yes. I, I Either way, 
well, if I get laid off, I'm I'm for sure taking a year off. I told my wife, you know, I told Barb, I said, I'll probably go back. I don't know what I'll be doing, but I'll probably take a year off for sure. Yeah. But I told her I would be doing something different. Like, I, I don't think I want to stay in the same field. Oh, if you... Yeah. For a part-time job or whatever? Yeah. I don't know what that's going to be yet, but... (laughs) (laughs) It might be in the same field, but on my own terms. I I guess that would be... Like, my friend friend retired, and he went as a... He's like a consultant now, but... He only works part-time and as-needed kind of thing. Yeah. We've had people at our company who retired and then came back as contractors <laughs> yeah like, dang nice Th- that's happened before but i i don't want to yeah you want to see because why can. wouldn't i just stay do you know what i mean I, my my logic for that is just i would stay the course if i if i was going to stay in the same field mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I don't know. I guess you'd do that if you wanted some time off. And then Barb was telling me that people that retire early are more likely to get Alzheimer's <laughs> or dementia. Because there, 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 I don't know, but there was a. I, I think it's. She was saying though, for people that don't exercise their minds, yeah. have a more. I think what the article was really saying is people that don't exercise their minds after retirement are more likely to get dementia. Or, or something like that. I think it was based on the Bruce Willis thing that she was reading. Hmm. But I'm sure Bruce Willis was act- active up until the point where he got... Maybe. I guess you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he was just sitting around staring at the wall. Drinking cheer wine. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the digital previews. <laughs> Look at the digital previews. <laughs> yeah fascinating and we still have a comic to review by the way what are we missing we missed chroma oh chroma we mentioned it several times <laughs> yeah we mentioned it twice once when we were going through previews and then uh i think when we started talking about the color right uh we were talking about another preview that Dealt with color by Boom oh, Studios. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the uh, yeah, the seasons. Chroma, God, when I read the write-up, I'm like, why am I getting this? <laughs> like, it it was so something that I wouldn't like, but artistically yeah. it was beautiful and oh the, yeah, I, the the concept of it is, is interesting. Like I'm I'm there, and I thought I thought the last scene. I was like, I need to at least know at least what happens. Oh yeah, what happens? I know. I was like, oh, because shit. it's like a cli- a cliffhanger that you're like, holy shit! Yeah, you know, like I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's I, an I, interesting concept where I, well, I can't remember why now though. Dang it! I have to look at my notes. It has to be a, about some guy, the god, right? the god did something and then they had to i don't know if they betrayed him or, or what they did but they had to get color out of their their 
their lives and confine right. themselves kind of like within this dome of no color but they can right. actually look outside that dome and they'll see like the forest oh, they can see this the, they can the see color. the sky they can see yeah. birds the sky right but any, anything in their air, protected area is all white and they put like they cover themselves with like ash or something some kind of white ash did you see any women in there were they all um, men? That's a good question. I know. I know the little girl's a woman. I. I mean, she's she's a little girl that. That was weird because she came out of an egg. Okay. Yeah, it opens in a. There's like a ceremony, where, this mon monster come. They captured a monster, and it comes out of the egg, and they have to chase it down. And the monster has like this skull head. It, it's got like these talon feet yeah it, it looks like a true monster and they imprison that monster inside of a castle and but there's one kid that's like a mentor a mentee of a a leader in that the leader yeah. yeah that 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 wanted him to witness all this but the skull helmet gets cracked and he sees the eyes of the uh, the the yeah he, inside the mask. He does, yeah. I don't at this point you don't know if it's human or not. It looks human because you see skin. Yeah. But you see like a blue eye and a green eye, and you're like, well, what the hell? And this, and then he becomes obsessed obsessed with this, and he starts bribing the guy that's guarding yeah the guard the castle with soup and fruits and all kinds of stuff and even to the point where he starts drugging him and putting him to sleep yeah he drugs the, the soup right yeah yeah right just so he can spend time and he well he goes out there and sees that it's actually a a girl a little girl like yeah, his age yeah sort of maybe a little younger i would even say it wasn't yeah. a monster and he starts questioning like everything that's been taught to him. Like he doubts everything that that. But he's even learned. she believes that she's like a. That she's a monster, monster and yeah. a demon. Yeah. She's never seen herself a picture or a reflection of herself before. She doesn't even know their eyes are different colors. Yeah, and he mentions his mom um, being haunted by whatever this thing was. And uh, that's why I was wondering if you remember seeing any other women yeah, inside the book. It. I don't. I don't notice any, but that doesn't mean there's not any because they don't really show many people. Other well, they than do them. talk about the men, um, and mm. I, I can't remember the context of it, but it had to but, do with that why they can't see color. Yeah, there might be some weird thing going on with the women. Yeah, I liked it. And then the end was like, ah, oh, I got to go grab the next issue. So I really need to go to the storage unit and get the rest of Junkyard Joe and, 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 and this one. And then Revolver. I, I just want to – I want to see if I'm going to – I've already I've I've already invested in it. Revolver's is only four issues. I, I just want to see if it stays like 
on a path that I don't like or if it turns down some kind of weird Detroit thing that I do like. Yeah. I do have a, a a recommendation comic that I got. Okay. It's called Princess of Sadism. Wow. <laughs> and I found out about it on uh, Comics Kayfabe. Do you and watch was... the video on that all the time or just sometimes? No, I just look to see what they're talking about and if it sounds interesting or not. I can't remember... I don't remember if this video was just on this comic. I think it was one where they were just going over some comics they got recently or something. And sometimes I watch those and just fast forward through to see. Is this a Kickstarter or what is this? anything interesting. It's not a Kickstarter, but it's a self-published book. And I like this one because a lot of times they're talking about like old stuff that came out like in the 80s or 90s. Yeah. This, this was like a recent, it's currently being released. So I picked up the first two issues of it. I've only read the first issue so far, but it's so it's the the uh, writer artist is Pixel Face, known as Pixel Face, and I think he I think he does like something with videos, like music videos or something. And this is his first comic. He's an artist as well, but has like crazy like detailed. Like if you just search for it, you'll see like the crazy detailed art in these pages, and the story in the first issue is interesting. So it's this this young woman who uh, she gets attacked by a cat in an alley, and then ends up seeing this like dude with tattoos on his face, and she figures finds out who he is and kind of starts stalking him online and finds out he's like the singer of this band. And she gets him back to his place and starts kind of, starts kind of dating him, but he's like a you know big. I think he's a in a rap band, so he's a he's like a big star. So she's kind of just basically stalking him, but she ends up she ends up killing him, and then like from that point on, she like like this little demon kind of smiley face demon starts following her around and basically is telling her that she needs to kill evil people in order to satisfy like some demon lord or something so it gets it gets into like the horror kind of category it was really good and the art is phenomenal looks manga-esque it is manga-esque yeah i can't see many images of it but I think you can go to princessofsatan.com. That's where I went. uh... I found the uh, almost got epileptic seizure entering the homepage. (laughs) (laughs) I think then it showed like some. If you click on like one of the issues, I think it shows some of the interior art. I clicked on issue one. Well, it says free. What's that? I don't know. But I highly recommend it. It was really good. So you actually bought it online with PayPal or something, and it got shipped to you. Yep. 
It's quick too. It was a, it was quick shipment. Yeah, it looks uh, very manga. It looks yeah. it looks like uh, it's like a horror manga kind of. Yeah. Lots of weird creatures and horrid, sexy women. Interesting. Yeah. And he has very a lot of the pages are very detailed, so it takes a while to read because you're staring at the pages. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I recommend. Trying to think of anything else that I've watched. Read or watched? Watched. Read wise, I read a lot. Like, I'm all caught up on Spider Man and Dark Web and. I'm getting ready to do Dark Crisis, and I read a lot. I had one day off this week, snow day, so I read I read all day. That's when you got a taste of the uh, retired life. <laughs> well, I, I, I get I've been off a lot. I mean, during Christmas break and stuff, yeah. and it's like, uh, God, I just. Actually, that was more of a taste of the part-time life where you would get a day off in yeah. the middle of the week. <laughs> be nice to to just. I watched a weird movie, but I can't remember the name of it because I didn't. I liked it, but I didn't like it. It was one of those I, movies I'm pretty neutral. I do have a TV show to recommend. Well, what is but that? But I thought it was fantastic. What it's is called. That? I think it was. I think it was on Netflix. I think it's called Lockwood and Company. Lockwood. Yeah, Lockwood. Lockwood. Let me make sure that's what it's really called. And Co. Yeah, Lockwood and and Co. I guess it's based on some uh, like a book series. Mm-hmm. I think it might be like a YA book series. And I, but I look I look the author up. And he was born the same year I was, so I think that's why I like it because it like fits into my, <laughs> yeah, fits into my reality kind of. It, it, so it, it's a cool concept. So it takes place in, gosh, I don't even know what year it's supposed to take place in. I think it takes place around maybe like in the '90s, I would say, but in an alternate reality where uh, 20 years ago. Or so, uh, ghosts started appearing in the world mm-hmm. and uh, killing people. And if the ghosts touch you, you end up like paralyzed because of like weird stuff happens to you. So um, they have started, but then they figure out some people have the ability to see the ghosts, <clears throat> and other people, most people don't, can't even see the ghosts. But there's certain people who are able to see the ghosts, and they figured out over time how to kill the ghosts. So they have these schools where they train kids to be, basically be ghost hunters. And then there's like agencies that exist. I can't remember what the main agency is, but it's an agency to fight these ghosts. So they go to like wherever there's been ghost sightings or wherever they go and kill these ghosts. But the whole thing is done like on a very serious level, 
and it's really captivating like you really it's it's just really well done where when they go on these missions to find these ghosts it's like really scary and it's kind of like maybe kind of like evil in terms of the realism like you mm-hmm. know how evil is about all these weird like supernatural things but it feels really real and like it's actually happening it's yeah. kind of like that where you really believe all this stuff is is happening it's just really good and the Lockwood and Co. part of it is there's one kid who started his own agency and there's this uh, the main protagonist is this girl who starts to work for him and it's just Lockwood, this girl, and this other guy who are in this agency but they're kind of like a rogue agency where they're trying to make a name for themselves outside of the system of the official ghost hunters. They're trying to like start their own thing so it was really good. I I enjoyed it. Like, there's one season on on Netflix right now. What is it? An hour each? Yeah, I think so. It was like eight episodes or something. Ah, that was good. And then my exercise show is I finished. Shit! What did I finish? <laughs> I can't remember now. Star Trek something. No, I'm still watching that. I'm still watching Voyager. Oh, you finished uh, nin- the Ninja. Finished the Ninja show. Now I watched something else in between. Ninja oh, Nun. Wednesday. Oh, yeah, Wednesday. that was good, huh? That was really good. Yeah. yeah. I'm very excited to see more of that. That was yeah. really well done. Yeah, he got to see Uncle Fester and a little bit of everybody. Yeah. That, that was what what, what makes it though is her, I think, is an actress playing that part. Yeah, she's she's a, very she's fantastic. A, a, you're drawn to her like a magnet. Yeah, it was weird when I when you first heard about it. You're like Wednesday, like that's a weird weird to have it focused yeah, on her. I, but what sold me is the Tim Burton. That's why I went. I, I I've always liked the Adams Family, but I I'm like old school. In other words. I like the black and white. Yeah, the old black and white stuff you used to watch when you were a kid. It's kind of like the monsters. Like, Barb hated it, the new monsters. Uh, But I watched it, and I I liked it fine. I thought thought Rob Zombie did a good job with what what the TV show was. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, I've always liked – I was always more of an Adams Family person than monsters because monsters was kind of like gilligan's island like it was always the same it was always the same like sort of thing whereas adam's family it was had more sophistication in the plot and they'd have to do a lot more and Mm -hmm. i i like that but um yeah i think i i watched them both i i never watched either like religiously but I watched my fair share. I watched a lot more Adam's Family than I did the Monsters. Yeah. But I, 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 I wanted to watch the new Monsters because it was Rob Zombie, and you know I have a fetish. <laughs> I watch Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, you love those. <laughs> I, lo- yeah, I, I love I've them. I've never seen the Monsters. <laughs> I guess see if that's streaming somewhere. It's on Netflix. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's I need to add it to my queue where, then. That's where I saw it. It was one of those... Uh... Yeah. Don't think much of it. Like, what, what, 
it's good is it, for what is it, it is. Com- is it a comedy? It's a comedy, but it's sort of like how Herman met Lily. Okay. Kind of thing. Um, and how, you know, Grandpa Munster is, you know, obviously her dad and how they all get to move in together. And mm-hmm. that that's kind of what it is. And he just plays off of the the themes. But I, I think Sherry Moon or whatever her name is, she does a really good job mimicking Yvonne DiCarlo's f- movements and facial expressions like if you've watched a lot of monsters, you'll notice a lot of subtleties that she keys in on. So, yeah. um, and I'm a, I'm a, you, if you haven't known this, I'm a huge Yvonne DiCarlo. Like I, I find that woman, the sexiest, like, well, she's like in my top 10 for sure. I, I like what I like about her is that we were introduced to her as Lily Munster. So that's how we knew her. Not even knowing that she had like this modeling career before. Oh, and she was, she's beautiful. Yeah. She was so beautiful. Like beautiful woman. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. The first time I ever met her was Lily Munster when she was a lot older. Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) yeah. The movie I watched that I couldn't remember. Well, I don't know if I mentioned this, but we went to the theater to see Knock on the Cabin. Okay. Um, that was good. That was the new M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a I'm a fan of his movies. I, I there's not one that I haven't liked. I think the one I liked the le- least was like Lady in the Lake or something like that. Yeah. But um, I've enjoyed all of them. This one was pretty good. It felt felt like it felt like right in the middle of like ranking his movies for me, but it was, it had mm-hmm. some, some themes in there that were really interesting to discuss for sure. Um, did he do the one with the grandparents, like the kids going to their, staying at their grandparents? Yeah, that was one of the best. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was the, the visitors or what was that? What was the one with the, the old people that were watching the damn night Shalomalan? Do you remember what it's called? What made it creepy is the grandparents weren't the grandparents, yeah, and the like kids you... the kids didn't know. <laughs> oh my god! I like when the, the grandma's like, when the, she was having the kid clean the oven, she was like, "You're clean the back. It's very, yeah. good. <laughs> very, very much like a Hansel and Gretel thing, right? Yeah, like when they're getting Gretel and the kids do, go into <laughs> the oven. Yeah, the visit. Yeah, that was a really good one. That was one of the better ones. Yeah, that was. Old was interesting too. This one's kind of like a a premise like old in in not in terms of story at all, but in terms of beats, I I think it's very similar. The yeah. pacing of it for sure. Um, I think I've seen all of his movies. I don't think there's anything I haven't not seen. But this this one was pretty good. Um, what's his name was was in it? The guy who plays uh. In the Gardens of the Galaxy, I forget what his name is now. Oh, Batista. Yeah, Batista. He was really good. Yeah. Like he, he he was really good. This this is the first role I've seen him play like a more serious emotional role. Like I I thought he did like a fantastic job doing that. Like. Oh, oh I was just looking up old. Oh, old is the the one that's based on a comic book, right? Old is old. Old is about an island where 
Yeah, the, on the, the there's a beach. The people beach, start takes place just on the beach, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I read the. I don't think I saw the movie. I read the comic though. What? They start olding. Did I, did I say that? They start <laughs> aging <laughs> fast. <laughs> they start olding. That is a comic term, Barb. You wouldn't understand. That's what they called it in the comic, yeah. Yeah, they called mm-hmm. it that in the comic. This was uh, this movie too. I noticed he didn't write. It came from some source material. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, like old. So like old. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was, it was a good film. The one the one that I kind of fill on the fence with. Like I'm glad I watched it, but. It, I didn't like it fully. Was uh, "Don't Worry, Darling." Have you heard heard about that one? Uh, no. Chris Pine. Who are the the actresses? Somebody up. Pew. Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh's. Black Harry Widow. Styles. Harry Styles. This is the interesting one where where what's his name got fired and Harry Styles replaced him. Um, Olivia Wilde. It's she actually directs it too. Who's the guy that got fired? Young Indiana Jones. What is his name? In the Transformers movie. Shia LaBeouf. So oh. Shia LaBeouf got fired and Harry Styles replaced him. Why did he get fired? Because Florence Pugh claimed some kind of sexual harassment. And he defended himself to the director, and she sided with him. The reason I know this is because he recorded the conversation that he had with Olivia, what's her name, Wild. Wild, yeah. And she agreed with him and all this stuff. So he, she was originally against him, but she, well, she publicly was against him but behind the scenes sided with him so he he released that clip to uh, say she's full of shit kind of thing you know what i mean because she publicly slammed him but I, I don't know what the truth is or what yeah, but she, she that, ma- that, that makes that you know? makes no difference to me like yeah she could have uh, just been agreeing with him even though she yeah I, I didn't hear the clip so i don't know and i I don't know what's right or what's wrong. Like, I, I'll never know. Like, it's he said, she said kind of thing. I know Shia LaBeouf is a weirdo. Um, yeah. He's, he's lost his shit in terms of social ability to deal with things. Uh, even during COVID, he was, like, in a lot of clips on the co- – like, he was just so weird, and he was always, like, drunk or – fucked up um and you, you could pretty much tell but yeah I don't, I don't know but this movie is weird like i didn't even understand the premise it was it, it's like it takes place in the 50s in this like dome like if you will and you don't know what's real and what's not and all the women are taught to be like atomic families and raise kids and do housework and all this stuff while the husbands go off to work and they never explain their jobs. It's like so weird. Um, The catch to it, you can't really talk about because that's the movie. Like you can't really get into it. 
but that's what it is. Sounds it's, pretty interesting. It it is. It's it, it is interesting. I, I think Barb, when she got me to watch it, she said something like the Stepford Wives or or, or something to that effect. And I I don't even remember where we saw it on. Was it on HBO? I I can't remember where we saw it on. It was on HBO or Paramount. I can't. One of the two. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was an unusual film. I still don't quite understand it. Like, yeah, it's like it's on HBO. What is real and what's not? I I think most of the movie is it's one of those movies where is it real or is it in somebody's mind or is it you know like hmm. yeah it, it's what weird thing. Yeah, it was HBO probably. But that's all I had. I I've watched a lot of 1923, and I I love it. Like Harrison Ford, and every time I think Harrison Ford can't act, he, he like he did a God, he did a good job, and so does what's her name, um, Helen Marin. God, she's okay. fantastic. Yeah, she's good. She's the sexiest old woman I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I think she's amazing. Like, I, she's, I'm fa- fascinated with her ever since I saw Red and Red Two, and like I, I know she's been in a lot of films, um, but she's she's really good. And the show went places like that was outside of Montana, like Africa, and I didn't expect that, and it's it's so good. I can't believe you have these shows in front of you and you don't watch them because they're so good. Oh, <laughs> damn. Look at them eventually. Oh, you have 1823, 1923. You have Tulsa King and you have the Mayor of Easttown. Like, mm-hmm. all, I have all of there. Them. All of them. I, don't, I think you I just have, don't know where to start. You just so. have Yellowstone. That's the one you don't. I have Yellowstone. Isn't that on Peacock? Oh, that is Peacock. I didn't know you had Peacock. So you have everything. I got it all. Everything you need. (laughs) I just have to... I told you I started watching Yellowstone. It didn't pull me in. Oh, God. Once you get in, you're never coming out. It's like (laughs) Friday Night Lights, man. It's like you'll you'll just like want to... It is the only shows that I could like... Even with Tulsa King, like... On a work night, I say, let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. And now it's way past my bedtime, and I, I just I can't, can't stop. stop. Anything else, I'm passed out by 9 o'clock. But, yeah, that's good <laughs> stuff. Someday I will watch it. And you can start in the chronological order. You could start with 18. I know you'd like that one, even, even if it's just the woman that narrates. the Like, you would love her um she's phenomenal the 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 i guess she's a 18 year old girl that narrates the show and she's in 1823 she's she's one of the duttons she's amazing Hmm. and you don't have to invest a lot You, you you're talking like eight episodes i think of 1883 yeah. Maybe I eight, should watch that eight one. Eight and eight. Like, 
you, you would pretty much know within the second or third whether you want to it's not for you like you you know pretty early i need to know in the first 15 minutes well, do you like westerns? If you don't like westerns, then you won't. In 15 minutes, you'll be like, I probably not for the me. Because you have to understand the wagon train and why they did it. They mm. were moving out west because they could get land. Sure. Um, that That's the whole premise of riding out west. And the nature of it is it's the wild west for a reason, right? It's because there are no rules in most of the land, and a lot of the land the, still has Native yeah. Americans that will kill you because you're taking their land. The you're right. so the, the, la the about... land you're trying to claim is yeah the sh everything's driven by land and and mostly Montana. Yeah, it's just a bunch of asshole rich people, right? Who who own a bunch of stuff because <sighs> their ancestors owned it, and they're. Well, it's it more com it's more complex, complex, complicated than that. But <laughs> that's what I get out of in, it. In Yellowstone, it, it's hard. In the first, in the first, well, Yellowstone's really hard to find somebody to find who the good guy is. Yeah, good person. <laughs> yeah. Until like later on, like when you learn motives, you might side with other people. Yeah. But I, I don't think there's any consistent person you could side with. Like they're all they're all dirt. Like they're they're they don't have there's nobody you can turn to except for some of the Native Americans. Like because it's it, it is their land yeah. um, that you can turn to and say that's the hero. Like everybody's malicious right. and not good. But God, Beth is. Beth is so awesome. One of the strongest. The one thing that Taylor Sheridan knows what to do is write. Is she the, is she the redheaded really, one? Yeah. She, he knows how to yeah. write, like, really strong women. Like, badass women. Mm. And uh, you'll see that with Helen Marin, And you'll see that with the girl that narrates 1883. And it, it's so good. And then Tulsa King is just like Stallone is badass in that role. Like he he's so good. And then the characters are so like how could I describe them? It's like a freak show. Um that he meets this he basically moves into town into a legal pot store and acts like pot's not legal and then says well I'll protect you from people that are coming after your pot and pot's legal and he he muscles himself in so he can feed a New York crime family money mm -hmm. and it, it's crazy because these characters are so oddball that that are there but you like love them because they're so weird it's like a circus. <laughs> it is so good. I can't. I can't speak highly enough about Taylor Sheridan. He's he's got me hooked. All because of the uh, essentially. Well, I've always loved his movies. Like, but ever since Rob Liefeld 
Mike's podcast where he talked about Yellowstone. I said, let's start watching Yellowstone. And then I just, I got hooked. And then every, it was all, it's all history now. And he must be making lots of money because they keep giving him shows. Yeah, keep giving, yeah shows are doing well. So, Well, Yellowstone's like the number one in show, period. Its ratings are higher than most network TV shows, if not all of them. And it's on a cable network. But we can wrap this bad boy up. As I'm getting hungry, and you're probably starving. I am hungry. You can reach Bill at DBM00, me at Mike Myers Brunch. You can find this podcast at geekbrunchpodcast.com. And you can go to Facebook and find Geek Brunch Podcast. Click the like button. Follow all the episode threads there. And email at mike at comicbooknoise.com or bill at comicbooknoise.com. Send email because I pay for those things. <laughs> I, I That's one regret I wish I wouldn't have done is I link so much to it. Yeah, that it'll be so hard. Yeah, it'll be so hard to <laughs> migrate off. Switch. Yeah, switch it's your... just not worth it. I need it. And Google was free, and now they're not. So it's kind of like Twitter. They're becoming more and more uh, money hungry. Yeah, figuring out what they can charge you for. Yeah. But uh, we should be back in two weeks. The only books we have so far are Firstborns, which you didn't get, and uh, <laughs> Man, Mango Mangoes. and Bunny Man. Yeah. And we yeah, we could we stuff. could probably do like three issues of Planet Comics because we've gotten really behind behind in that. Okay. So Let's just do the three. next three issues of Planet Comics. Next three planet and monkey man. <laughs> yep. Boy and rabbit man. <laughs> and you'll get it wrong anyway, so it won't matter. <laughs> I, I I think I even said like I'm gonna go to our messages real quick. Uh and see if I gave you the right issues of Jungle Comics seven through nine. It's in the IM. <sighs> yeah, I just messed up. I pulled it. I well, I did that. the I did the same thing though last time with Spawn. Do you remember? You read one more issue than I did, and I still yeah. have to read that Spawn. So I gotta go do that now. Oh, so. we got a Savage Dragon and an Ant. Oh yeah, let's do that. Let's read. There we go. Gonna, I think I'm gonna read Savage Dragon today. There you go. All right, sounds good. All right. All right. We'll talk to you in two weeks, hopefully. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.